I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the sport of episode 24 with special guest Darren Gleeman this week. All the good yeah. stuff. We just yeah. had a great discussion about really important stuff. You missed it. Clarence has been singing Panama by Van Halen for about the last three minutes, and then he explained the genesis and the meaning behind Panama <laughs> yeah. for those of yep. us who maybe didn't know. With hand gestures, too. <laughs> it's it's a music musically educational podcast tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, everybody's here this week, including Aaron, as we mentioned. Uh, Clarence is here. What's up, fuckers? Uh, Brandon, you want to do a catchphrase? Uh, uh, hey, sports buddies. <laughs> uh, and Stu, you want to do one? Yo, dis s. <laughs> we need new catchphrases. They're getting old, guys. I don't know. I didn't. Pr- I Except for the... Clarence's. Clarence, catch- you can keep it. Not supposed yeah. to be new. Oh, you want to do a little John bonus for us? Start of the podcast. No. And welcome. And welcome. <laughs> and welcome. That's yeah, see, they're supposed to be old. That's the point of a catchphrase. Yeah, I know, but I'm getting green. tired of those. Except Quit for Clarence's. Clarence's can stay forever. John. Well, I don't get a catchphrase, so. Unless you count all right, welcome to the sportive. Yeah, well, that's a, is that any worse than and welcome? It's the same thing. <laughs> no, they're all yeah. bad. I mean, yeah, I don't know how to start. Right. Yeah, it's it's hard. Radio and po- it's hard. I yeah. don't know. I've learned that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Really, Who's the top podcast out there? Like, who gets the most uh, weekly uh, most, uh, hits? Like, like maybe, uh, Adam yeah, Carolla, Adam, maybe? What does he Howard say? What's his lead-in? Does Carolla have a lead-in? Uh, yeah, he goes, uh, something, get it on, got to get it on, which is terrible. That's, that's equally pretty bad. terrible. Yeah, that's There's nothing, bad as that. Here's the thing. Even if it's a good catchphrase, if you say it, like, a thousand times, it's done. Yes. Yeah, it becomes terrible at that point. So, so Corolla's got the best, the biggest one out there, and even his isn't all that great. So I wouldn't beat yourself up too much. Yeah, don't feel bad. Okay. We're all right. All right. We're no, no, he's beating us up. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... I would given. continue to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I support it. Is this on the agenda, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> I got to look down the agenda to see if anybody added I wanna, anything. I'm going to paint the picture. Because yep. you guys haven't posted any, like... You know, pictures of or photos of like what this. Yeah, setup that's because usually it's like me and Stu, and then twelve people on the computers. Yeah, so. well, so now it's it's John and I, three people on a laptop, 
And John has a piece of paper that says agenda, which is really exciting. It actually says agenda and then guest gleams. Yeah, well, that's, that's it, it can't just be any run-of-the-mill agenda. It no. It has to be something. Now we know for We've specific. really decided to tailor. This is this episode. It's my understanding we've decided to tailor this to my specific areas of expertise, which <laughs> well, people will learn in a moment. Yeah, I was, I was so happy. We might as well get into that. I was so happy that last time you were on, we basically didn't talk about baseball the right. whole time. I was happy, too. That I actually went out of my way to say, all right. We should talk about the Vikings because Vikings training camp is starting and the preseason is meaningless, so we might as well do a season preview now. Who should we get that knows about the Vikings? <laughs> Let's get Aaron here. Yeah, he's a big, he's think, an NFL. Everybody's an NFL fan. Yeah, but you're co- like a G chat. John was like, "Hey, do you know anything about the Vikings?" And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I guess." And he's like, "All right, well, we're doing a Vikings <laughs> preview." I was like, "Yeah, that sounds good." <laughs> well, That's our Aaron, guest. Let me ask you this: question. Do you are you a Vikings fan? Uh, yeah, just an NFL fan. Yeah. I am. I, wa- I mean, I watch every game. I used to write when I first started at Roto World. They would take me off of baseball, like when I was, or like early September, whenever NFL season started, and mm-hmm. just because NFL is so huge, fantasy football sure. is so huge that it'd be like all hands on deck for that. And then, so I would skip writing about baseball for the last three or four weeks of every baseball season to write about football. So I did that for like I don't know four or five years. The la- I think the last year I did it was. Toby Gerhardt's rookie year, whatever that was, so three years ago, yeah, a couple of years ago, yeah, yeah. So that's so, or is it more accurate to say you? I mean, I know you're you're an alleged uh, fan of you know point spreads, um, yeah. Perhaps doing a parlay here yeah. or there. Are you more of a fan of of it, that of the NFL and uh, betting and things like that than you are a Vikings fan, or are you more a Vikings fan than betting? Uh, so, I mean, I watch every Vikings game, but I don't. I don't get that worked up about if they win or lose at this point. Okay, but you have um, less than hundred dollars on it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Right. Please tell me you don't bet on the Vikings. That that would be that's maniacal. That'd well, that's, be crazy. That's dance. always my big like dilemma with any like local team, even the Twins. It's like, mm-hmm. do you want to bet on them, and then if they win, you feel doubly good? Sure. Or do you want to bet against? If you bet against them, my feeling is always like, okay, if they win, your favorite team won. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. lost money. If they lose. You're like, well, my favorite team lost, but I just won, you know, four point two million or whatever. I usually bet on these games. Yeah, but in a season like this, are you actually going to be happy about the Twins winning and you losing money? Wouldn't you rather have the money? And who cares about the Twins? Yeah, because they're going to lose ninety five times anyway. That's a good point. And the Twins are winning money. I mean, I, I update this. This was PA's big idea. Paul Allen it was like bet a hundred on the Twins every game, all one sixty two, and I thought that was stupid, but. Uh, they, they're up. If you would have done that, you'd be up five hundred bucks at this point. Really? Because they were such huge underdogs for every game. Sure. You would need a bankroll of like eighty thousand dollars, though, just to have that make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's right? about a hundred times one sixty. Yeah, in theory, you would yeah. have to have like a I don't know ten thousand dollar bankroll at least. Yeah, that's isn't that one to three percent or so is Something about like what you're that. supposed to bet on each. Yeah. Um, I bet on the Spurs to win the um, championship just to mitigate if I was. Because I wanted the Heat to win, um, yeah. So I bet Who, I bet fifty bucks in the Spurs just in case, they, make me feel a little bit better. Did the Spurs win? <laughs> the Spurs um, <laughs> lost the agenda, Clarence. They did lose. Oh, they lost. I love yeah. how no matter that what, was the, that was the one. The last one I did of this was the we did the playoff preview. Yeah, we did. Right? Yeah, Wasn't it, it was like, all NBA. Like yeah. an hour and a half right. of NBA time. Yeah. Uh, your second best sport, first so, football, then NBA. Yeah. That's right. Next so when we thought, let's get into football. Why not get Aaron back? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but isn't but that I think that makes sense? Bet against the uh, team that you like. Yeah, it's sort of. But like back to the bet. Like, don't you think part of the popularity of the NFL is two things: fantasy football and gambling. 
Absolutely. I mean, yes. it's oh, God, yes. I mean, obviously, yeah. it'd be hugly popular anyway. But yeah, yeah throwing like unrepentant violence, and you got everything yeah. America like. Those are yeah, the three things. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, and cheerleaders, I guess. Yeah, the fourth. It's thing. got them all. Yeah, it's got everything. I bet on football a lot last year. I uh, had a crazy system. Um, I obviously, like everybody else who bets, was probably fifty percent. But it was really fun to research. You know who's um, pretty good at uh, who's like the best of the analytical football minds, as far as I'm concerned, is Brian Burke. Um, I think he writes for the New York Times. I'm, I'm not sure his blog. You can find it pretty easily. But he does these percentages of, um, you know, what his team, the team that he thinks, you know, whatever this point spread is, he thinks they have a percentage chance correlation. Those, those have done pretty well. But, yeah, besides that, it's just a crapshoot, like all of football, you know. Well, that, And that's the beauty of – like baseball is a little tougher, I think. But that's the beauty of point spread betting basketball football it's just like you're literally can't be worse than like 48 percent to win at any point yeah the problem is you can't be better than the vig that you're paying but that doesn't really matter that much i guess if people are just willing to coin flip at a five percent disadvantage or whatever right see now we did find an area of my expertise yeah betting Mm -hmm. yeah degenerate which as we just said is one of the four things that the nfl is based on anyway so you want to talk fantasy football you got any fantasy football sleepers for us uh I used to. That was what I used to do for a living. Yeah, it's right about Nothing fantasy, fantasy stuff. Football. I'm in one league for the past like three years. That's it. It's just some keeper league I'm in that I barely pay any attention to. <laughs> I'm going to give you a tip, sportive listeners. Bet on Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I heard he's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's pretty good, and I think he will be again this year. When I, I when I used to write fantasy football for Roto World, I, we used to get emails from our like main editor guy, and he'd be like, "Hey, can you guys send me a list of all the leagues you're in?" And I would send him a list. I was in like two leagues at that point, and he'd be like, "We're going to need you in at least eight leagues. We're going to need you in a dynasty league. We're going to need you in a you know auction league. We're going to." It was terrible. Oh, <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It's like that when a, a lot of work. Yeah, when a hobby becomes work, I was it becomes terrible at that point. Which is why you write about baseball for a living. Yeah, well, that becomes terrible at some point too, I guess. But how how often do you just at like two o'clock? Are you like two o'clock every day? You're like, screw this. I'm tired of writing about baseball. Two p.m. I'm gonna go watch movies. Two p.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean. I don't know what else I would do. I'm not qualified to do anything else except talk about football on podcasts at this point. Yeah. <laughs> this is your chance to branch out because a, a lot of influential people in the NFL community listen to this. And but we should also paint a picture that John's drinking scotch. Yeah. And I turned down scotch, which is a first, I think. Whoa. Uh, wow. We're classing it up tonight. Yeah. I don't know why I did, but for Surly, which isn't bad. Not a bad second choice. Yeah. Stu left that here last weekend. Thank for you. For whenever Stu was here. Oh, no, no problem. At least I, I could do. Now it just seems like that was for a podcast. Stu doesn't stop by real often. Well, yeah. I mean, he's kind of far away. I was so honored that he was here last time yeah. when I was here. I thought I, I'm shy. I mean, you come from far away as far as I'm concerned. I really do. And then Stu lives like seven hours away. Yeah. I'm amazed. Stu shows re- up I would have away. honestly come down today, but that resurfacing on 694 just crushed my spirit <laughs> so bad last week. That I'm just waiting until it gets done at this point. Last week, Stu literally got here and walked in the front door and cracked a beer and pretty much just drank the entire thing. I didn't even have to get him a glass for this early. He just drank the whole thing. And then he cried for a little while and then we started the podcast because of 694. Yeah. Um, hey, Aaron. Yeah. Is Aaron there still? Yes, sir. Hey, is, uh, does PA really like the Vikings this year? Uh, I haven't really talked to him, but I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. A little bearish on him? Yeah, he thinks that they're being underrated across the league. I'm going to guess. For the 15th year running. Yeah. Hey, all I know is he was right last year. So he was. Yeah, he was like one of three people who was correct about the Vikings last year. Him, Michael Rand, and probably some, you know, 
weird guy. Does Rand tend to Weirder be... Weirder guy than those two. Rand's very optimistic. Yep. Every... Yes. Nah, just optimistic. I don't think he's so much a homer. He's not, he's, oh, no. He's, he tends to, like, try to give some sort of reasoning to his opinion, and then we laugh at him, right. and then he turned out to be right last year. So yeah. You can check your... When he writes his annual Timberwolves are going to be better than expected this year post, you can check the batteries in your smoke detector. That's a good time to do that. <laughs> he just copies and pastes it. Yeah, right yeah. A lot of people like Love to do it. it when the clocks change, but it's better to just go <laughs> by when yeah. Randy, Randy gets over. Six months later, he'll, see, he'll, he'll do a column on how he, how he was wrong, and that's when you check yeah. him again because you're supposed to do it twice a year. <laughs> yeah. They were disappointed. That, that is, that, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. Clarence yep. Town right there. No one saw it coming. Get out the old step stool. It's time to get, yep. get up on the ceiling. Yep. Uh, Rand's right about the Timberwolves again. The D cell and a step stool. Yep. <laughs> we had a, uh, a before the sportive was the sportive. We had a little meetup last year for that. Uh, was it the Packers? Right. Yes. Yeah. Where, uh, the was it the second to last game of the season? It was the last regular season game. The last yep. regular season game. Yeah, one of the most exciting regular season games. God, was that fun? Yeah, that was man. so much fun. Yeah, really, really, really good time. That's a one of the tough ones to forget from last year. Yes, and Clarence left in the third quarter to go watch hockey because that <laughs> that is the most Clarence hometown thing to do ever. <laughs> the, leave, yeah. Leaving the most dramatic Vikings game of the last three years and go watch a freaking hockey game. College uh, hockey, too. Not even, not even real hockey. What? Oh, you're treading on the ice, I Buster Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Harsh talk on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Explicit. Why I We finally cut back on the swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Buster Brown. Yeah. There's a real radio guy in our presence for trying to show yeah. him that. Yeah. That's true. This could be listened to at the highest All level. All right, so we'll gotta... be back after these messages. <laughs> yeah. Take a quick break. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was non-conference, right, Clarence? You look here, cocksucker. That's a yes. Oh, that's 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 Come on, Buster. <laughs> All right, Buster Brown. Let me tell you something. Boy, you're a stinker. Uh, laugh it up, fellas. Yeah, but anyway, great game. Watch the liquor lyles with a bunch of weird people in Vikings pajamas, and it was pretty awesome. Yep. Yep. But yes, yes. I would recommend that to anybody. Get your Vikings so, pajamas. So getting back to um, fantasy football, um, I'm in a auction league. Is there anything beyond transitioning from a snake draft to an auction that you can do to make fantasy football any more exciting than it already is, or is it just, is that it? That's it. You know, in one of our leagues, we actually do a, a split between auction and snake. The first four of your picks are auctions. Everybody gets a $100 cap and gets the uh, draft four players with that cap money. Uh-huh. And, then, and then you do a snake draft. And whoever has the most money left after those four players are taken has the first pick, which is like the first pick of the fifth round. So hmm. that's one way. That's one way of doing it. If you're worried about going from a snake to an auction right away, we fascinating, okay. uh, huh? No, we uh, we still we are so old school. We don't give points for yards. It is it's six only points for touchdowns. Oh, and, you don't uh, you don't do the scoring online. You do no. it on the newspaper on Monday morning. Snake draft. It is uh, that league we talked about in the first podcast. Uh, been in it since '83. Yeah, you uh, used to have Mark Duper. You've yep. been in it since '83. Yes. Wow. Yeah, uh, and we do it. It is old. That's, so that's why we can get it. What year were you born? Uh, I happen to have been born in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the way we do things. Fucking just old. We like it that way. Snake draft. No yards, fucking 
touchdowns. I mean, it's yeah. easy. I guess. Somebody in yeah. your family gets injured, you just stick a leech on them. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow Marcus Allen is still the top Old pick in the league every year. Yep. I seriously didn't even know, like, fantasy football went back to 80s. I'm, I know that sounds like I'm just making a joke, but <laughs> I, I'm serious. Then, uh, the there was no, is drunk. He has no, there was no uh, books or anything. It was about the mid-80s when Cliff Sharpentier started writing a, a book that yeah. you have to go down to Shinders and get. I used to buy that, like, in about 94 probably is when I started playing and he that, I would just buy that book because there wasn't magazines yeah, that's all you had yeah and he was like I think he started maybe mid to late 80s he started writing that but before then it was you just had to go to the newspaper and try to figure out who the starting running back for the yeah. fucking Chiefs was yeah, I mean who the hell knew and yeah. even that even that book was iffy because the book I'm sure had to go to press like three yeah. months mm-hmm. before it was written in like January right or so any like Position battles sure. or injuries, it, it was useless at that point. But I remember like getting out a highlighter with that oh, thing yeah. and like, oh, yeah. yeah. That was a, that was so fun. what you would do is you'd have that book and then every morning you'd go to the NFL section of the paper and if they had injuries and stuff, you'd have to write it in the margins next to that player's name, you know, cross them off and then write in his replacement or whatever. I mean, right. it was a lot more work than now. I just took like night six of the hours. <laughs> well, now I just go to online the night of the draft and print something off some, you know, Cheat sheet and go to go to the draft. Do you think make sure you don't draft anybody who's out for the year and all that? Yeah, it was like I think it was more fun. I'm talking mid '90s, but I'm sure mid '80s was the same to do it by hand. But maybe do you think that was true, or I'm just thinking that because I was like a kid and it was because you were nostalgic. It definitely wasn't more fun back then. No way, it was worse. But but when you were a kid, it just seemed awesome. Yeah, we had. Oh yeah, commission would have been the worst. Yeah, we had a guy who more probably to quit your job. Well, it was the, the the it was a level playing field. Everybody had basically the same amount of information. It was all about just making a decision. Now it's who has the best cheat sheet, you know. Who? Yeah, but that's not necessarily true. Like much coin flipping contest. That wasn't a coin. You had to you had to do some work and figure out who was who. You go down to the training camps. <laughs> well, Rick yeah, Benny's looking good this year. <laughs> yeah, he's got a spring in his step. He's <laughs> yeah. still in jail, Brandon. So. Rick oh, Finney's still in jail? Oh, well, he might be. No. Well, I'm not going to look it up. Yeah, obviously. No. Well, you said he was in jail, so he must be in jail. Do I have anything on my sheet about that? Is that on the agenda? No, there's no Rick Finney notes on here. Have we gotten to any? Absolutely not. Uh, well, let's. Go, what's the first item on the agenda? The first thing I wanted to do was go around the table and ask you this question. If you had a choice, if you had to trade one of them, would you trade Christian Ponder or would you trade Matt Castle? You have to get rid of one of them. They don't like each other. They're not getting along. They're fighting yeah. every day in practice. You got to get rid of one of them. And it doesn't. You're not getting anything back for them. You're not getting anything back for them. So which one would you shoot? Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Why that. are we trading? <laughs> Let's kill them. Why are we trading? That's all right. Fine. We're shooting How one of them g- in the leg. Okay. I was gonna <laughs> chop off like fingers and stuff. <laughs> That's fine. However you want to imagine it. Uh, I know Clarence is going pretty crazy on his imagination of what he's going to do to Christian Ponder. I mean, I'm not a done. Ponder fan at all. And I think he's not going to be the quarterback beyond this year, probably. Yeah. But we know for sure that Castle's terrible. True. He's confirmed bad. And how, what is Castle, 30? Probably. I have no Something idea. Like that. Let's well, say he's 30. He, he said he's 30, so he's 30. Yeah. Yep. Castle's. You know how this podcast works. Whatever you say Castle's is legit. 54 years old. <laughs> it's not important to be right. It's important to be first on this. So podcast. I feel like maybe <laughs> Castle has a better chance of not being completely horrendous. But you mean Ponder? No, Castle. But Ponder has... 
some chance of actually being good, whereas I don't think Castle has any chance of actually being good at this point. All right. So I okay, guess... I just I just got your point. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I would kill Castle. All right. Clarence? Uh, I would take – I would get rid of Ponder yesterday if I could. Um, you, you know that I've hurt. been – that I haven't liked him since draft night. Um, I think he's got no arm. He's got no arm strength, and he's got zero – no accuracy. I've been beating that drum for, for years. It gets old. Um, Castle has actually done it, has actually been successful in this league more than once, more than one season. Ponder has not at all. He's been successful in, what, two games, maybe three. Uh, Castle's had at least a couple years of success under his belt. Ponder has no chance for success. He doesn't have a team. <laughs> he has none, zero chance. He cannot throw it more than 20 yards. He can't, he can't fucking throw it without throwing it straight up in the air. He's pretty um, bad. He's very bad. And um, that's in perfect health. What? When he gets he had, Yeah, he was perfectly healthy. His offensive line was perfect, perfectly healthy. Adrian Peterson had maybe the greatest season in the history of running backs. Um, Percy Harvin carried the team for the first four, four weeks. And uh, Ponder still did basically nothing. Um, now, I... I didn't look this stat up. I heard this, but uh, so it still counts for the podcast. I thought this was kind of telling you guys. Maybe I'm crazy. You, I'm going to ask you a question. How many passes over 20 yards do you think Ponder completed last season? One. He, he started all 16 games. 16, all 16 NFL games, games. Probably I'll go 12. I'm going to okay. say one because wasn't there that one deep ball he threw up that hit a cornerback in the back of the helmet and Peterson grabbed it or something like that? <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we, okay. I'm going to go with one. I mean, I'll say I'll say nine single right. digits, but yep. Yeah. It, it, well, Stu, do you want to guess? They're, they're all about it's seven. He completed seven fucking passes more than twenty yards. Seven one every other game. But is that yeah? Yeah. How many other, of those traveled more than twenty right. yards in the air though? Is that twenty every in the two air? And a half games. He completes a pass over twenty yards. Didn't Devin Hester one time return that many punt returns in a season? Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> he and the season before <laughs> that rare. He did it seven times. I mean, he he just doesn't have it. I like the guy. I feel bad. I say this every time. I feel bad because he's a hard worker, a good guy. He's the kind of guy you want to root for, but. Tough titty, I, tough shit. I, he can't throw. He can't. I don't know what the hell more we need to see. He's bad at least at I've seen Castle uh, do some things. So, uh, long story longer, I would keep Castle, and I would fire Ponder out of a giant potato gun <laughs> into the Arctic Ocean. I don't really give a shit. Put him on a shrimp boat. Have we? Have we also killed? What is Joe Webb dead in this scenario? Joe Webb's already dead. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> McLeod Bethel Thompson. <laughs> oh yeah. Where's he at? <laughs> we make him do the killing. <laughs> if you want to stay around, you have right. to kill Matt Castle. You got the third quarterback. McLeod Bethel Thompson. I want to go to Panama with him. If you know what I'm saying. I do. Up and down. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Okay. Do you get rid of Castle um, or Bonder? That was a very compelling argument, Clarence. I will say I'm going to fall... Okay, you guys know I like numbers. Um, I'm going to say there is a 0% chance that Matt Castle turns into an above-average quarterback. Um, Zero. It just can't possibly happen. It's never happened in the NFL that a guy gets good at this age with those skills, with that track record. And I'm saying... 
he's he's Sam Olduduno, is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, oh the sure. baseball, your guy. baseball yeah, reference. I never, never heard. Gleam <laughs> <laughs> is just beaming right now. I'm not allowed to talk about him. <laughs> he just did the, the double thumbs up and a smile. Yep. <laughs> um, and I'm saying there's a... Looking at Ponder's track record and his experience level and his age and how he did in college, there is a 1.5% chance he becomes an above-average quarterback. So I'm very sadly going to... I like the half percent. Yep. It's very exact. No, I I just ran the numbers. Um, Our numbers may not be accurate, but they're precise. Yes. I'm going to uh, shoot Matt Castle while looking at Ponder and saying, this could be you next, buddy. This is like (laughs) F. Mary Kill. (laughs) Kind of. Which is the exact version of it. But it's just kill. Yeah, Yeah. we're pretty... Yeah, it's just kill. (laughs) It's kill and uh, reluctantly cuddle with. Yeah. All right, Stu. Um, yeah, I'm up next. Yes. Um, well, Pelissero seems to think that Ponder actually has a shot at being good, and I respect Pelissero's. I respect Pelissero's opinion. He's drunk. He is drunk, probably. He's got all that USA Today money now. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so what I do is I show up. You know, they're standing there. I pull out two guns, pop them both, and ride or die with McLeod Bethel Thompson. Oh, yeah. Yes. I like that. MBT? MBT. MBT. <laughs> exactly. He will, I guarantee by the third preseason game, he'll be the most popular quarterback on the team. Oh, I can't wait for that chance. Isn't that like, what, just, Twitter and the internet are going to be alive with McLeod Bethel Thompson fandom. Make People no will mistake. be calling both, both the yeah. four stations, demanding that MBT get a start. I should be clear. Guaranteed. I'm not an MBT fan, and I'm not a Castle fan. I'm just really not a Ponder fan, which makes really? me it's an enemy of my enemy. Yeah, I'm an MBT <laughs> fan because of that. MBT. I can't wait. MBT. <laughs> oh, it's like from the rafters of the dome. Just MBT. Fuck, it's going to be awesome. That's a saying, right? Like the most popular guy in town is the backup quarterback of the yeah. team or something? Yes. Things yeah, have gotten so bad in Minnesota, we're on to the third quarterback. Third string quarterback. Do we have a practice yeah. squad quarterback this year? Yeah, there's a fourth one whose yeah. name I can't remember. Is Todd Bowman still around? No, he's he's dealing craps up at uh, Hinkley. But, that, <laughs> yes. but that's exactly yeah. what happened with Webb last year, right? Wasn't yeah, People absolutely. were calling for Webb. Constantly, right? Not because they believed in Webb. No, just, just that Ponder was terrible. Angry. And then Webb, like, literally couldn't play quarterback. Like, yeah, like he had never played quarterback. It was just yep. a disaster. It was very embarrassing. Yeah, and then people well, were really not good. for him being the backup. And you, you got to give Joel Webb credit. Not only did he lose that playoff game abjectly, but the year before, he ruined our chance at getting a better quarterback, Robert Griffin, by playing out of his mind in Washington. That's right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. The, the Vikings had no business winning that game except for Joe Webb, and then he came around in Green Bay and just laid an egg last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should hate him more than we do. He's impossible. Oh, I, hate him plenty. I hate him plenty. Don't worry. Okay, good, 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 good. So wait, is he full time receiver now? No, yeah. yes. Have they yes, not, yes, like, yes. they've officially yeah. okay. They're, yeah, he's not even practicing a quarterback. He's no. not even there. Do you know from the reports of our uh, our lamestream media friends if he's doing well at wide receiver? They're too busy talking no. about Corradelli Patterson and how much he looks like a wide receiver. Ooh, he looks like one. Yeah, yeah. apparently he's oh, got the look. Shit. 
Instead of, instead of one of those short, obese wide receivers that you always hear about. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> tall and thin we want and a runs fast. Larger on our team. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody actually know how to pronounce his name? Cord- Cordero. Cordero? Cordero. All right. Corduroy. What did I say? Cordelli? Something yeah. like that? That's a pasta. That's not a person's name. Cordero. I believe, uh, I believe we're going to go with Corduroy Papasan. Corduroy Papasan. Corey Rasmus. Corey Rasmus. Corey Rasmus. Uh, a lot of baseball drops here for Gleams. Yeah, like, Man, he's loving it. But he like he's slow pa- nods. I'm just gonna so call happy. him Patterson. Yeah, that's fine. He has to be really good, right? Because if he's not good, then Simpson is still the deep threat, which is not gonna happen. Well, there is no deep threat, right? But that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, he, Patterson has to be really good right away. I mean, Jennings, I guess. No, I'm saying there's not, no deep threat on the Vikings because the quarterback can't throw the ball well, more than 30 true. yards I in guess the air. That's true too. There's no such. Thing but as I mean, a deep you can't. I, I agree. With Clarence, that Ponder's terrible and can't throw. But mm-hmm. you can at least make some sort of argument that even if he could throw a little bit, it wouldn't have mattered because their deep threats were so bad That's anyway. True. So now I guess they're in theory saying, well, here you have at least now one and a half deep threats. I can't wait for the something. first the first time Patterson is open behind the defense by like 10 yeah. yards and the yeah. crowd gets excited and Ponder throws one of his patented balls that just goes straight up in the air and then sort of flutters to the ground 30 <laughs> yards crazy. short of the intended target. Yeah, they all become crazy. Even when somebody's, they all just become the Randy Moss jump ball basically. Yeah. No matter how open the guy basically. is. Basically, and it's not even at the guy he's aiming right. at. It's just a tight end who's coming down the field and it's a tight end jump ball with the linebackers. Yeah. I'm so confused why he wasn't able to develop arm strength. I mean, he graduated in two and a half years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the key? He has this MBA. That's he's the important MBA. thing for a quarterback. I he's thought that's a, what we said. Uh, he's a cerebral quarterback. So cerebral. He thinks the ball's out of the thinker. field. He's so great in the locker room, fellas. What was his wonderlick? Did he have a high wonderlick? <laughs> I'm sure it was 47 <laughs> oh, or whatever the top score was. I wonderlick Actually, how the fuck you made it to the NFL. <laughs> I take it back because he went to Florida State, so doing well at Florida State is like barely yeah. passing at any other school. DCTC. Yeah. I mean, it's basically yeah, it's you've funny. got, you know, he would be the valedictorian at Arizona State, and then yeah. he did well at yeah. Florida State, and anywhere else he would be like a C-minus student. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look up his Wonderlick because that will really make or break whether I'm – Is there a site that has mm-hmm. access to the Wonderlick? got to be. That they would were, be awesome. public info? Yeah, they, well, I don't think they like print the list, but the, people are always reporting them. Like I remember Vince Young, they were like, "Yeah, he got a negative yeah, didn't 15 get on his Wonderlic." <laughs> like he had the paper upside down and he couldn't write his name. Yeah, on his it. name wasn't he on tried it. To, so. He tried to eat the piece of paper. And, yeah, <laughs> those are all things you get graded down for on the Wonderlic. Yeah, Dan to. Marino did poorly too. I think he got like a 12. Yeah, see, it would be kind of interesting. I don't think it really matters that. I mean, you can't have like a slow quarterback. Yeah. Like, cause you have to like interact with people and stuff like that. But beyond that, I don't. I bet it doesn't matter at all. Probably not. Like, have you heard Brady talk? He doesn't seem like a genius. Or it might matter for like yeah. offensive linemen. Joe Mont. Did anybody say like, oh, Joe Montana is a brilliant? Yeah, he's guy. a real thinker. No, I mean, he's just some guy who throws the ball. I mean, <laughs> have to be Alex like, Smith did the best in the past few years. I know that. Yeah, there you go. He yeah. almost aced it. Yeah, he needs a piece of garbage. He can't throw either. That's an yeah. interesting question. Would you rather have Alex Smith or Christian Ponder? Uh, they're the geez. same. They're the same player. Yeah, I think Smith probably. I don't know. I mean, he stinks. Yeah, I think Sm- the only difference is Smith's decision making seems slightly better. Yeah, they're terrible in very similar ways. Well, he actually did well before he got hurt. He had a good team, and he did yeah. well with that good team. Right. You're right. Um, he was in a good situation, and he actually capitalized on it. Exactly. Whereas uh, Christian Ponder has not done dick with anything. No, he's not very good at. Um, playing quarterback 
in the NFL. No, no. What if they no. just run the option? He's pretty athletic. Then Joe Webb could get in the game. I like you guys you know, took I that think... as a serious suggestion. It just went really silent. Like I was. <laughs> we need, we need more yeah. Joe Webb just in general. Like <laughs> that's why I love that the read option is becoming a thing because it gets more actual, just basic athletes into the sport. You know, it's less like mm-hmm. hardcore. You know, there should there yeah. needs to be room for a guy like Joe Webb in the NFL because the dude's like crazy athletic. Yeah, that's what they have so the partner out, NFL. for. I do yeah. like that though, because I, I like even going back like ten years. I always thought running quarterbacks. I mean, they need to be able. The problem is they need to be able to throw a little bit. But yeah. I always thought they were undervalued because people would eat, like when Vic was on the Falcons, and he, they would cite his passing stats, and they'd be like, "Oh, they're not very." I mean, they're mediocre. I was like, "Yeah, but the guy's gaining eight yards a pop fifteen times a game or whatever." Yeah, yeah, I he's think. picking up six extra first downs. And for some reason, nobody accounted for that. Like some places now do. Like if you go to Football Outsiders, they try to work in the running for a quarterback into the overall mm-hmm. evaluation, but. You know they'll flash the guy's passing stats up there, and it's like, well, all you got—if you're an average passer and you run for 700 yards a year—yeah, I mean, you know, so I, I'm sort of glad they're coming around to that, but yeah, still I think like, throw a little. Bit. Last year with Kaepernick and uh, right. and Robert Griffin running the yeah. read option, I think that was really the start of and it, and that's perfect. And the other thing is, the more popular that, that becomes, the more like junior high and high school great athletes are going to get a extended sure. shot to play quarterback, yeah. and then they're going to develop more as passers, and then like 10 years from now. Everybody's gonna be running. I think. I mean, how many? Well, I think that, well, you're not gonna have any Dan Marino just sitting duck back there. The the problem you run into is eventually you realize you can't take the risk of running those right. guys very often yeah. because you That's know true. you look at the at running backs in the NFL. They last for however many carries and then they're just done, which is what makes a guy like Adrian Peterson even more surprising because. Usually it's like Chris Johnson. You're great for four years, and then you're just off the table because yeah. you've gotten hit so many times that's you can't true. run anymore. So yeah, you, can't, you can't risk that happening to a guy. Yeah. It's just, well, I think that's becoming the argument with running quarterbacks now. It's not so much anymore that it doesn't work. That that argument's kind of fallen by the wayside. It's that they can't stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all these guys are – Vic, RG3, um, you know, even, even Kaepernick only played half a season basically. Um, none of these guys can stay healthy. That's the argument they're making against. Yeah. The pocket passers are playing forever. Favre and, and uh, Brady only had the one season where he got hurt. Those guys, um, if you build around a pocket passer, those guys tend to not get hurt as often. Yep. All right, we talked a little bit about wide receivers. I want to I go there and say, wh- which one will be the most disappointing? you got Greg Jennings, who's a former Packer and therefore a spy. You've got... Uh. Cordero Patterson, who's a rookie and possibly the second coming of Troy Williamson. Cody P. You've got Darius Wright, who nobody, I don't think anybody could identify what he looks like or what his number is. You've got Jerome Simpson, who was the most disappointing player in the history of the Vikings last year, with I the possible exception of Fred Smoot. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> Joe Webb. I mean, who will be the most disappointing out of that? So disappointing uh, means expectations. Yes, yeah. you have to factor your expectation level in. Who nobody has ex- expectations for, like, Wright and Webb, really. Yeah, that, well, that's because I mean, nobody can identify Jarius Wright. Even Simpson. Yeah. Jarius Wright's the littlest of the black guys. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no white wide receivers? This is a good area to discuss on a recorded yeah, this thing. Is, this is going to be. <laughs> Are there any white guys on the team? <laughs> Uh, They're students of the game, Aaron. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, Ed Ma- is Ed McCaffrey still around? That's <laughs> the only McCaffrey. white. He was the prototype. Oh, Decker, right? He's oh, yeah. white. Eric Decker. Eric Decker, yeah. Cold Springs finest. He's yeah. pretty tan, though. Yeah, he's borderline. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Edit that out, please. Um, 
<laughs> most disappointing. <laughs> no, I think geez. I think Jennings is going to be disappointing. Yeah, I think so too. For I mean, he's been banged up, mm-hmm. and he's going from you know top three probably quarterback to bottom five quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's old. I mean, I don't think he's going to be awful, but I think if they're counting on him to replace Harvin and then some, which seems like they're that's sort of their idea. I like, mean, that's basically the one for one replacement you got was right. Jennings for Harvin. I, I don't see that. I mean. I mean, and obviously they're in no way the same player, but... Right. He's not a huge deep threat, I guess, so he won't maybe be hurt that much by Ponder. I mean, he seems to be <laughs> working intermediate stuff yeah. mostly, but I don't see him putting up 1,200 yards with Ponder at quarterback. Yeah, I see him having the same se- season that Simpson did last year where everyone said, well, maybe he can be good. He's going to be the number one target, and then just nothing. Nothing happens. He has 12 catches this year. I mean, even if he, if he gets, you know, 60 catches for 900 yards and six touchdowns, that's going to be dis- – I mean, people are going to think that's disappointing, right? Yeah, yeah. because I get the yeah. sense from from what people are saying is that everyone's saying, don't worry, everyone, we've got Greg Jennings this year. Right. The wide receiver problem is solved. But like, – uh, What are they, huffing paint? <laughs> well, that's the other thing with football, too. Is, I mean, we talked about it with the running backs, which is which really true. I mean, they die mm-hmm. quick. But with everybody, once a guy gets 30 and has been hurt for like a year or two and his production's down, it's not like baseball or even basketball where you can be like, well, if he gets healthy, he'll get back to where he was. Yeah. That, I mean, or that rarely happens. role in the game, yeah. right? If you're yeah, a receiver, you're a receiver. That's it. Right. Well, I saw something in the paper today. Kevin Williams is the oldest Viking, and he's 33. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and I saw they're cutting, they're cutting his snaps to like 30 or 40 a yeah. game, they said, and yeah, because Floyd is going to basically yeah, take over fun. that ruin. So. The only... So, go ahead, Brandon. Um, Ponder has seven passes this upcoming season that are going to be over 20 yards, right? Yes. Just looking at yep. historicals, I'm a big believer in historicals, so seven. How many of those is is Jennings going to get? Like three? Yeah. All seven? I mean, who, who? I think three of them are screen passes to Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I was about to say. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. One of them is a pass to Kyle Rudolph where the, def- the defense forgets to cover him. Okay. <laughs> One is a deep ball that somehow Patterson goes up above four defenders Randy Moss style and gets. Yep, he'll get one. All right, so that leaves one post route to Jennings that a safety comes up and tries to make the interception and misses. And they'll be losing like 42 to 10 against the Lions at that point. Mm Yeah. And then a shovel pass to Toby Gerhardt or something that's ruled as a forward pass. Yeah. You've got it. That sounds exactly right. Imagine if you hit that 100% accurate. Like we're be- it's like it's like February, and you guys are like, hey, didn't John like lay out his whole plan? It seems like he was right. You go back and listen. It's 100%. That'd be Wouldn't that be amazing? I think you would just quit the podcast. From the guy start- who picked the Timberwolves fourth in the Western Conference yeah, last year. Almost, though. I mean, if they had a head love, boy. That was they, close. They yep. won 60. That was what I was going uh, 20 games off. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's nothing. It's just a quarter of the season. A broken hand will do that. That's worth 20 games. Yep, absolutely. Um, I also wanted to mention what I think is probably the Vikings' biggest sort of secret problem, which is that they have no cornerbacks this year. In it, in what's becoming increasingly a passing-dominated league, they're looking at starting Chris Cook, who's never played a full season and has been pretty bad when he's on the field. But a great guy, though. Such yeah. a wonderful <laughs> human. Oh, man. He hasn't yeah. gotten... So listen, sometimes you can't go after the most talented guys if you want to have a good locker room and a, yep. you know people that can root for players on your team. So you get a nice gentleman like Chris Cook. Yeah, he, you know, he's a family <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's yep. a giver. Yeah. And you get rid of... And what you got to do then is get rid of that asshole Antoine Winfield. Yeah, that, not at all that classic. Horrible citizen. Um, yeah, yeah, so that you can have... Stand up, guys. It's real good for nothing. 
And they've got Xavier Rhodes, who is a rookie, so who knows how he'll be. He's a big guy, but I don't think we know anything about what he'll he's be a, like. Just he's a Florida State guy, too, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. So a genius by then. And Xavier Rhodes also sounds like somebody who solves crimes. So I like that about him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Xavier is a good name for Xavier an Xavier is a good name. It's a, it is a good name. Xavier McDaniel. I can't think of any other ones. Somebody's going to call him the, yeah. the X Factor. Somebody's going to start calling him that. I guess. I, it'll be PA. You just did. It's PA, obviously. I actually, that's sure. a great yeah, it's a, Yep. You Nobody just got shut Earth. down by the X Factor. Yeah. Like Does he do like an X thing with his arms when he has a breakup or, or pass breakup or he something? Should, like that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think I, I would too. Thing. Why yeah. not? If you're going to so, have to go through life named Xavier, why not? Not to go back to um, that game from the, the Packers game last year, but I had to leave that game early, too, so I was listening on the radio on the way home. And I think I remember, and I could be wrong because I was a little buzzed at the time, but I think I remember PA absolutely flipping out during a, like, a small completion that Ponder made on third down, and he was like, Ponder is just solidified the starter for the 20. I mean, just like oh. fucking lost his mind. <laughs> so I'm wondering, I don't I don't have the chance to listen to K-Fan anymore. Is that like a soundbite that's been replayed as like a joke at this point? Oh. How excited he was about... I haven't heard that one. Pass? But they do play his like... Holy shit. Peterson when he breaks away for like a 70-yard touchdown or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which I like those. I mean, I agree that, like, you know, a third down completion for Ponder, you don't get that excited. <laughs> hey, you got to get excited when these things happen, but which is really. For all the crap PA takes, and some of it is deserved, you know, Homer stuff and all that, but when you have Peterson in the backfield and you're, like, on the 25 and he just busts through the line and goes for 75, you want a guy oh, yeah. going crazy, I'm screaming too. crazy yeah. on the radio. Oh, totally. Yeah, because it lines up with what we're reacting to as well. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense, yeah. yeah. But it's like when the. He got the and the fuck his thing locked down. You're like, wait, what? Right, and his Favre interception is yep. an all timer. Yeah, where you just oh, yeah. hear a guy <laughs> break down <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, air. You just hear his heart breaking <laughs> on the yeah. air. Yeah, which the other one is <laughs> I mean, going, that's amazing. Going back to the year they lost to Arizona in the last game of the yeah. season, and he just oh, went none. Again, that was exactly no! what everybody was feeling yeah. at the time. Yeah, so Nate Cool. Yes, no. No. Yes. I remember they did this this bit on Dan Patrick show one time, and they're like, "We've got this exclusive audio from Minnesota. A fan has broken into the booth and is screaming on the <laughs> microphone." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's oh. when I like PA. When I don't like him is when you know he's going into the Dick Bramer, Burt Bilo, and trying to convince yeah. you of Christian oh, Ponder nice. being awesome. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I mean, I don't listen to Vikings games. On, I don't think I've ever heard them on the radio. Your you, your dad, when you were growing up, didn't turn off the TV uh, broadcasters and listen no. to the radio? My dad didn't know anything about sports ever. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if I've ever heard the Vikings on the radio. I don't. Th- I mean, I don't listen to the Timberwolves or the Twins on the radio either. I mean, once a year, twice a year. Yeah, it's basically when you're in the car during when a game. When, and, I'm driving yeah. to, when I'm driving to Roseville to let's do a see, podcast. Let's see what Dan Gladden's up to. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, you are missing Dan Gladden um, sitting silently while he watches the play and then reports on it later, which is hilarious. He does, they have oh, him doing you know what? doing play yeah. by play, right? Yeah, he does a lot of the play by play. He always has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done that for a while. It, but we got to talk about how much better Provis is than Gordo. Right. That's, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. John Gordon is might be the nicest man in the history of Minnesota, but my lord. Oh no, no he, he, he had that job for ball one. Yep. Oh. He was he was the worst from 1987 through his retirement. <laughs> it was, was, just it was remarkable. As somebody that listens to probably, I don't know, 70 baseball games a summer on the radio, I, I, you can't 
I'd want to just jerk the wheel in a fucking bridge. Just <laughs> fucking end it, because I can't handle it anymore. I know. It just goes to show you how much we uh, respect and are afraid of old people. <laughs> yeah, because he's gonna. I mean, he because we just wouldn't wouldn't take him off the air. Like, dude, nope. I don't. And he's I gonna go down as like you know. In fifty years, people are gonna like talk about him as if he was like Carneal. Yeah, yeah. I for all I know, yeah. Carneal was like that too. I have no idea. But Kurt, I, I love Carneal. Carneal is actually good. Yeah, but I mean, okay. don't you think people are gonna talk about Gordon yeah, as like a local good. legendary announcer? Well, and, part of the thing is, it's whoever when you were a kid and coming up, right. it's just the memories of listening to games. I mean, like, I like. John Gordon from when I was a kid, right? But not because he was good at announcing, but no. because it reminds me of being nine years old and yeah, it's like screwing around in the garage stupid, while my dad listened. Uh, hand to counting the fantasy football scores, yeah, exactly. Thing. It was exactly. stupid, it's but you're like, that, that was fun. Really, really stupid. <laughs> but even yeah, like right. Bramer, didn't Bramer just get it into some local Hall of Fame for broadcasting? Well, or something yeah, like Staples. That? If you stick around Hall long enough, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, just Staples. They would not let him in the Motley Hall of Fame. They got Motley. He refused to let that. that. <laughs> That's like uh, Shelbyville or whatever. Is that what it is? Yes. Simpsons? It felt, is Shelbyville, yes. I felt bad because uh, I always rip uh, FSN, although now I've just turned to – I mute it all the time. Yeah. But when I used to rip them, and I guess Bramer is like two or three boys, like high school age. And they would follow me on Twitter. <laughs> like I, It was like Eric Bramer, and he's like, has followed you. I'm like, this has got to be the same guy. Uh, and then, like a week later, unfollowed. <laughs> I'm like, well. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I feel bad because I'm like, obviously, I said something terrible about his father. He probably loves his father. I'm sure he's a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, better than Chris Cook potentially even. Probably. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody criticizes Nick Bramer for not being the nicest guy ever. Uh, yeah. Well, when we turn the mics off, I'll... really? Yeah. I mean, not that he's like going around beating up uh, infants and stuff. But you heard it here first. That was Aaron Wayman says that was the worst thing I like of. Chris Cook, infant beater, beating up infants. That, that's not even <laughs> a thing. Punching babies. Bremer has a dark side. That's not even a reference people make. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> he's going around beating up infants. <laughs> I was going to say something worse. I don't think that he has a reputation though of being the most outgoing, friendly person. No, he's like a. Know. He just has sort of like a Bible thumper, so he won't like sw- mm-hmm. say. He wouldn't say uh, that damn sports yeah, show. That's right. I was, yeah. He wouldn't say that on the air. Yeah, which is so crazy. Damn. <laughs> Why would you not say that on the air? I mean, I know you guys sense because your it's podcast. Yeah, I know. Obviously, we can't it's say a, a lot of things. You guys know podcast. "damn" is a gateway word. <laughs> yeah. To uh, yeah, the marijuana swear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can. Uh, say, I mean, I figure if you can say that on the radio, show title. Yeah. Then you can say it pretty much anywhere. Yeah. I mean. I learned you can say asshole on the radio the other day. Really? Yeah, because I'm like K fan. Yeah, because I said it. <clears throat> or at least I learned that oh, our producer right. wasn't quick enough to <laughs> bleep it. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It was a. Really? It's it, it's admittedly a Sunday afternoon, and the producer's got his feet up in the booth yep. and everything. But yeah. <laughs> but I, I go like because I, I say like effin and essen on K fan because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like otherwise you have to like interrupt your thought like pattern. Yeah. To like yeah, dance my brain around it and swear. Yeah, so at least I say like, yeah, he's full of s. But I, even like sometimes people don't like that. Like we've gotten some complaints about that. Like don't say s because everyone knows what it means. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Everyone <laughs> knows what it means. <laughs> it's shorthand. So yeah, Dick Bramer, Hall of Famer. There we go. Bly Levin too. Bly Levin's going to be thought of as an amazing announcer because he's going to end up well, doing it for thirty no, years. No, no, no. I don't I think that's don't, true. So I don't think Bramer is. is I don't have a problem with Bremer as much as I do Blylevin. 
Bremer doesn't right. bother me. He's a play-by-play guy. His job is not to um, carry the water for sabermetrics. Sorry, his water is his job is to tell us what's going on in the field. You're right. right. No, I, I think agree. he does an okay job. It's Bert that offers us nothing. Oh, uh, you know, and zero analysis beyond what I can see with my own two eyes, and uh, that's what drives me crazy. Is the guys, you know, he is in the Hall of Fame. He can explain nothing that's going on out there beyond what the average person can see. Well, that's wait a minute, Clarence. How would you know when somebody dropped the head of the bat on it <laughs> without him telling you? The you downward just plane. It was a yeah, you got to maintain that downward plane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know how many days it is until his birthday. It's such a revelation when TK comes on and it is night and day when he can, well, you see how this guy's positioned and that's something, yeah, no, I can't see that. Show it to me. And he tells you something you didn't know before or Bert wouldn't know that in a million goddamn years. And that's I think a, thing a perfect example of just this being an old boys club because TK is not some sort of like wizard with baseball who points out things that nobody else would ever see at no. all, right? It's just that the bar is yeah. so fucking low with Blylevin that you could bring in TK, you could bring in like the local high school coach. <laughs> well, that's like, why oh I... Yeah, that's unbelievable. Thank you. It's actually my idea for, for baseball announcing because there's 162 games in a season. It, base, being a baseball color guy is almost like a, a forced you know Hindu marriage where we don't get to pick who we spend 162 nights with a summer. And you could be the best baseball announcer ever, and more than more often than not, you're going to get tired of that person because yeah, sometimes you it's just 162 games. Your announcer. Yeah, so my idea is to have, like, every series, or even every two weeks at the least, change it up. They do a little bit now where they had Smalley in, and he's okay. Where they had TK in, and it's just awesome because it's a new voice. So it's almost like a swingers club, almost. Yeah. Just every, every three... Games to keep party. It up. Yeah, get a new guy. A keep. There you go. Yeah, get a new guy. In I read about that on Wikipedia. I don't, <laughs> I don't know anything about. It. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. With, no, because yeah. you're right. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. How about like the minor? You you fly in the uh, minor league team announcers. Like here, the the double A guys are going to be here. This there week. you go. Bring in the scouting director for three games. Bring in fuck. I don't care. You know the the triple A pitching coach. For bring three in games. the fucking <laughs> sportive guys. Bring in the bring fucking in, sportive. Bring in <laughs> Stu and have him draw inappropriate things on the you know the teleprompter. Or so many bleeps. Uh, I can think of one thing to draw. A wiener. Yeah. So many bleeps. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> a wiener on the <laughs> That is a good idea, though. Not the drawing a wiener. That, on that is an excellent <laughs> idea, but a less good idea, but still good. Is like I wonder if when somebody's on the DL, if they if they're allowed to like broadcast. Like bring a you, player up. Yeah. yeah. That, even yeah. For like. You know, one like you said, one series. If you had like, I'm trying to think, who's on the like, uh, you know, whatever. Darren Mastroni well, isn't the most engaging guy, but like, if Perkins was hurt, he could sit up there for a game, right? Oh, yeah. in, I wonder. Yeah. Weekly Perkins love fest. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so great. No, I don't like Perkins. Remember that? Oh, that's right. That's I don't right. like Stillwater guys. Um, <laughs> who would be a good one right now? Willingham isn't very outgoing. Who would be a good one that's on the DL right now? Well, uh, if Justin Morneau was ever on the DL, I think he'd be good at it. Is Nick Punto around? Punto is still on He's the point. Probably alive and on the summer. DL somehow. They could also just get like random, like Eddie Gordado could do three games, like just random guys sure. from the last fifteen years or whatever. You know. Like, well, here's what if you do. If you sat and thought about it, I mean, we're just you know five rubes on the internet. Yeah. If we actually sat and thought about it, you could come up with a list of a hundred people and fill the season 
pretty quick. Uh, why so don't they do that? Why do they just stick sure, Number one, fire Bly Levin and fill him in with a roving circus of random baseball fans. Here's what you do. Could you be get, experts, could be players, whatever. You get, just you get whoever's players. in town that night, like eight guys, and every inning you just pick two names out of a hat. And to take you through the third inning, it's going to be Tim Laudner <laughs> and Ken Herbeck. I wasn't thinking of fans. I was actually thinking of, you know, I don't know, fucking Herbeck. Whoever's playing at like Acme that week. The, yeah, yeah the, the Acme comedian for the week. That'd be good. Tonight we have Doug Benson in the booth and Craig hey, Finn from yeah. the whole city. Yeah, that's Gallagher. Hark, hark. He's, yeah, and then he hey, Bramer, you want some of this? Watermelon. I would see Gallagher at Acme for sure. Yeah, you want him in a small room oh, where the spray gets everywhere. I'm pretty sure that Gallagher just does a bunch of racist jokes now. Yeah, there was a whole. And then he had a heart attack on stage. A while, like last yeah. year, I think. It's oh a, Jesus! Well, it's not pretty. He's like he's, weird guy. No, he's, 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 not, he's like Bobby he's Fischer now. Yeah. Kind of, You're yeah. thinking of Kramer. That's Kramer from Seinfeld. No, 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 you, no. It's Gallagher. They both went on had a, some racist tirades. Yeah, he went on Mark Maron's podcast yeah, right. and like quit halfway through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Maron said, "Come back, Gallagher." Yeah, it was Come great. Back, they had like no. Yeah, he just got up and they were like in some. Had, I think they were in Gallagher's like hotel room at some comedy festival yeah. or something. And all of a sudden, they're just talking and it's kind of confrontational, but not really. He's just yeah. saying like, "Hey." You know, people are accusing you of being racist, and then all of a sudden you hear like, like a scuffling, and then like, "Come back, Gallagher! Where are you going, Gallagher?" And then Mark Maron's like, "Well, I guess I guess he left. He's gone now." So uh, that was the Gallagher interview. Guess I'm gonna have my way with this mini bar. Yeah, we keep expecting that from some sportive guest. Just yeah, nobody in the middle. Of it. Has anybody gotten angry? No, I, I don't think so. They seem to all like you guys. I don't know how, why, but um, yeah, it is weird. We're pretty drunk. I think Holly got mad. In the middle, because really? we kept talking about male genitalia. I know, but that, to me, that was the best episode. <laughs> That's what got me hooked on the podcast. That was the gateway episode. Yeah, because you guys were talking about like glory holes for like forty five minutes, and she was like, "Well, yeah." Well, it's not discussed stuff, and we had to get through a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I understood. It was on the agenda that night. You should have seen it. It was <laughs> nothing but glory. Yeah, holes that, it was just one word out of glory hole. Four point bullet point G hole. Yeah, yep. the end. <laughs> All right, let's 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 do one more Vikings thing, and then we'll be done with Vikings talk. A couple of over-unders okay. for you guys. Over-under. Uh, Over-under 1,200 yards for Adrian Peterson this year. Over. Uh, yeah. Stu's going over. What's his, what's his lowest over. that he's had in a healthy season? Has he uh, ever had less than 1,200? I'm not sure. Well, we can't look it up, so just make it up. Yep. I think Go ahead and 13, 12. Yeah, that sounds more right. I'll say over, but not. I don't think he's going to get more than 15, probably. All right. What if we set it at what if we set it at fifteen hundred? Over or under everybody. Under, I think. Under for you. Uh, that, that's a better line. I mean, I'll a, still say over. That's a lot I of fucking yards. I think that yeah. Frazier I think Frazier and Musgrave know the only way they're gonna win is if they give him the ball twenty five times a, uh, a a game. He'll have over fifteen. Brandon? Damn it. This is really difficult. It's my head and my heart fighting. I'm gonna have to go with under. Two unders and over. Know, it's, just, it's such a lightning in a bottle thing, running back. Yeah, because fifteen hundred is a lot of yards. That usually, fifteen usually leads the league, right? Something or like is that, yeah. first or second at least yeah. in the league, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the top five. It's not like he would get fourteen eighty and people would be like, "What a bum he was yeah. this year! <laughs> what a disappointment!" Yeah, I mean, Only fourteen hundred and eighty <laughs> yards. Yeah. Stu, over or under fifteen hundred. Over. All right, so that's so two overs, two unders. Oh, right. We're gonna tie <laughs> on that one. 
Stu, you're supposed to go low expectations. Wait, no, you got to break the tie. Oh, I, I get oh, to break the tie. Oh, what do you like, the impartial observer yep. of this I, I'm podcast? I'm not participating. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to go. Leaving out of town for Sabre, I want to be on with PA on Thursday. This, yeah. This is, this is it's open. It's <laughs> open. If I... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. <laughs> I, I just texted Joe Nelson and told him I couldn't do it. He was all broken up about it. I, I think it should be Stu. Pretty good guy. Yeah. Can you can you drive to uh, West End and at nine in the morning on yeah. a Thursday? All right. You're oh, in. Yeah, he'll oh, sure, be on PA show. Stu will be there. It's, it's thrilling. It's uh yeah. I would imagine radio is very glamorous. I'm gonna go under. By the way, under. I'll break the tie <laughs> on that one. Okay, good. Uh, under fifty. Yeah, radio is very glamorous. Made me laugh. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a glamorous it. profession. That is one of the things. Like, because I I love talk radio. I lo- I was listening to it as a kid, like to Howard Stern and all the national, you know, syndicated sports talks. And then, like, when I first got a chance to do K Fan, it was with Doogie and Mackie, like yeah. eight years ago or whatever. And mm-hmm. I went in on like a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon to do it, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's a weekend, but I bet they have some sort of like you know cold cut spread out and some coffee <laughs> set up." <laughs> you, you get there, and it's like it's like zombies. Like there's two people just kind of roaming the hallway, and it's basically just like an empty office, and like you know, it's so not glamorous at all, especially when. Well, we're... and every photo you see is a guy with like a ratty ass hooded sweatshirt yes. that's like mm-hmm. seven dollars, mm-hmm. just freebies, yeah. Leave it to Brandon to criticize their radio fashion. No, it is true. It, it, I go in there well, how dare like they? in flip-flops and just like basketball shorts. Because I know nope, on Sundays when we do it, yeah. four to five on Sunday, nobody. Like there's literally three people. And it's there's, you know, Cities 97's there and K102 and I don't know, there's like 10 or 15 stations there. And there's maybe four people in the whole place yeah. at that point. Because they all, like Cities 97 just runs on, all the music is all preset. Uh, and so it's just like some... There's usually some woman in there just kind of watching to make sure it doesn't completely melt down, getting 12 bucks an hour to just kind of sit yep. there, which is a just, good gig. Sit there and like, watch the little things on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the tilting chicken. So, yeah, don't go into radio. <laughs> yeah. right. By the way, while I'm thinking of it, we should mention that we got another sponsor for the podcast. Ooh, yeah. At Artificial Chaos on Twitter. I think he knows Stu, so I'm going to let Stu talk about this guy. Who? Artificial Chaos. At Artificial oh, Chaos on sorry. Twitter. Yes. He's possibly my, uh, a filmmaker. He's possibly a documentary filmmaker slash pharmacist, friend of mine from eons ago, recently moved back here from Seattle. His uh, first name is Brad. I don't think he needs the full name out there, but he's a good egg. I think he's originally from Austin via Fargo, or Fargo via Austin. Uh, Hormel Austin, not Austin, Texas. Hormel. And just a Hormel, exactly, just a... Good egg all around. He looks sort of like uh, 
the prospector from uh, uh, the uh, stop motion Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Fonda <laughs> Kenny, or yeah, but he's skinny, a skinny version of that. Skinny like, like a heroin addicted Fonda uh, Kenny, or whatever the hell the guy's name. Why can't I remember the name of the guy from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Uh, yeah, he helps Hermie the dentist out. I remember Hermie the dentist, but I can't remember the name of that. But anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, he donated. He's a great guy. So, yeah, thanks a lot, Brad. His reasoning, his powers of deductive reasoning, aren't very good because he donated to this podcast. But we thank him anyway, and we're we're happy to take the donations and then waste the money on something that we can't ab- can't establish what it is. Well, yet. you've you've at least had enough. You've gotten enough donations that you can't joke about not like your lack of donations. Yeah, that's true. Point, we right? can't do, we can't joke about not having any so, donations because we have received donations. Yeah. Although most of them have been in the one to three dollar range. Well, we so. Start somewhere, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's more. We've never got a donation for our. Uh, that's our not podcast. true. You have sponsors all the time. Yeah, buying we, us got, we have to do a, like a live well, read for them. And, yeah, they actually get like hundreds of dollars from actual places. Yeah. You know, well, so. I wouldn't <laughs> say hundreds of dollars, but no, we have. <laughs> it's then you have to talk about like some weird product for. 15 hey, minutes in the middle of the show. If anybody's listening to this and wants us to talk about a weird product, we will absolutely oh, talk, talk about, about it. We will absolutely do it. Right. Oh, feminine hygiene. Uh, Splingenic. Splingenic. ED. Any language product? Any dicey boner pills you guys want us to show for, we'll do it. That's the title of this week's podcast. You just say dicey boner pills? Yeah, dicey, episode 24, dicey boner pills. Yeah, that would work too. All right. Yeah. Hey fellas, you've been trying these dicey boner pills? Yeah, they, oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Because they don't want they want it to be like kind of worked into the conversation. Yeah, they don't yeah. want it to sound like an ad. Sure. So it'd be like, yeah. have to be like, hey, Brandon, how's those boner pills going, buddy? <laughs> oh, it's oh, funny yeah. you should mention. Yeah. Oh, you just poked my eye out. <laughs> Boy, it was my anniversary this weekend. My wife still sore. <laughs> my wife. My wife. Yeah. Wait, so now you already have the ad. You just have yep. to find the sponsor. Now we just need the sponsor. Such organic. I mean, nobody would ever think that that would be an actual <laughs> no, no advertisement. We'll work. We'll work a couple of those in just to just to have a reel for the to, to mm-hmm. send to sponsors and say, hey, this is exactly yeah. how it could work. Here, you know, yeah, your name here. Bonerific pills. Listen to us, genuine enthusiasts. Be enthusiastically genuine about something. No, but think of how like we're joking. But think how excited you would be if, like, three weeks from now, John like emailed you guys and said, like, listen, for the next show, we got to talk for fifteen minutes about boner pills because yeah. we we got a hundred bucks. We're gonna split. You guys would just shit yourselves. You'd be so excited about oh, CanadianViagra.com. Yeah, I have so much to like say that. about boner that pills. That would be great. <laughs> waiting until I got paid for it. We'll have to yeah. shitting oneself would be one of the side effects for the record. Well, <laughs> not everything's perfect. <laughs> that's, that's not a metaphor. That's an actual thing that would happen. Do with the bed. <laughs> oh man, I got a great boner, but oh man, yeah, we'll put a tarp down. <laughs> I wonder how excited at artificial Comes chaos is the sponsor of this portion of the podcast. Yeah. I hope he turned it off. This he's, he's very, he's very excited. I didn't use his last name. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I do want to mention, uh, actually, trying to. Trying to plug something is the Bonus Twins Hill. Daily slash Aaron Gleeman oh, yeah. slash every luminary event um, that's now apparently called Grand Puck Railroad, yeah, I don't not like Grand name. Drunk Railroad. I tell you, I don't. Th- you don't like it either. I saw you. Well, Grand Puck Railroad doesn't make any sense. Grand Drunk Railroad rhymes with Grand Trunk Railroad. Yeah. Well, apparently, I think the Twins maybe didn't like 
the drunk part of yeah. Uh, drunk apparently, Railroad. a lot of people didn't write. I, yeah. I don't know the whole story, but I'm guessing someone didn't like the Grand Dunk Railroad idea, which is fine and whatever. And when you're big time like Twins Daily and you are, yeah. you got to take these things into account. Yeah, but you, on this are you podcast, going to time and like using your real names and shit. What are you going to see like a Midsummer Night's Dream or what? What is? What <laughs> well, is I told them that's a Shakespeare reference. It's a that is a true Shakespeare yeah. reference on this podcast. I went over my head. For that sure. just happened by me by clearance. I just said yeah. I was like, well, why don't you just call it? It was Shakespeare and out of the strip club a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Down at the Jiggle Hut. Yeah, the buffet Julia, and Shakespeare. Julia, yeah. <laughs> I always like that one. Nude Shakespeare. When I, when I strip clubs, I was like, yeah, free buffet at noon. I'm like, who wants to eat in there, really? Is that what you want to do? It's like, yeah. people are always like, oh, they got good steak. Yeah, okay. No, they don't. Oh, God. <laughs> you should see her holding that skull. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, September, September 14th. 14th uh, whatever the name is. But it's basically a... We're get, we're going to, f- I think, catching the light rail at Fort Snelling. About, Sounds plausible. And then each stop on the light rail to Target Field, we're getting off, going to a bar. Excuse me? <laughs> you know, yeah, we're getting off. It's part of the $36. Yeah, guaranteed. as a group. Uh, eight or ten happy endings on the way there. Uh, <laughs> boy, that was. I hope my mom doesn't listen. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Uh, she is listening. You know that she will listening. listen. That's the thing. Yeah. Of course. There's no way, Mom. She, there's no way he can get off eight yeah. No, but if I get a young man, if I, if I get those boner pills, <laughs> that's product integration right there. Canadianbonerpills.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so every every stop on the light rail, we go to a bar for I don't know twenty thirty minutes, have a drink or two, get back on the light rail, then we end up at oh, I forget the final stop, but we have a keg waiting for us from six one two brew, which is awfully good. Which is good. Yeah, we had a thing there. You were there. Yeah, right? I was there. Uh, so they gave us a free keg for anybody who signs up early. I think gets you know all you can drink till the keg's gone, and then we're going. There's a Rays Twins game at six fifteen or six ten that night. So we're going to that uh, drunk. You know, probably a hundred yeah. drunk idiots. At this point, maybe ten percent of the crowd is actually going to make it through the Target Field gate. It's going to be interesting. I think you mean this punk is... idiots, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to yeah. work, but yeah. And then we have I don't know big group tickets out in center field. I think probably do a little more drinking. I don't know. It should be good. Just Parker so... Parker put it together basically. Yep. I just told them. Yeah, if I seem up. distracted during this podcast, it's because Parker's sister's been yelling at me on Twitter because I haven't signed up for Grand Puck Railroad yet. Yeah. Stu, you should go. So. Yeah, why don't you go? I know. It's just I got kids. You know, I got to bring them. Spirit with them before I can do it. Bring them. So. Yeah, but can oh, we use the, oh, God. Bring them. <laughs> yeah. Bring them. I need. Here. Here's the thing. I need Billy somebody to hang out. You go hang out by Mr. Bonus. He's, he's a good decision maker. Yeah. The thing about John is, he's the nicest guy giggle. ever, but Enjoy I'm not sure if he's going to remember my name. Really? <laughs> Bonus? Uh, he'll remember you. Can we use the sport of sponsorship money to fly me back in for it? Sure. We can use the whole budget yeah. to buy you one fifteenth of a plane ticket pack. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. We you can probably buy me a great house. Uh, yeah, Dallas to Houston. Oklahoma City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the way, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. We did what we could. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Aaron will be there. Fun. Sounds fun. All of the Twins Daily guys will be there. Yeah, it's basically just a day of drinking, and then yeah. we'll go drink more at the Twins game. And I'll then... be there off in the corner by myself, yeah, drinking by myself. There. Should be. I think there's already been, I don't know, 60 signups or 50 signups, and it's not wow, September job, 14th. Man. So wow, that's Stu really will good. be there because Stu God, likes it. What's the capacity for this thing? Uh, I think like 150. 
Although, I don't know how that's going to work, light rail-wise. What the fuck? 150? But I know the twins told us we could have 150 seats together. Ba- you know, really? You know, similar section, basically. Wow. How are 150 okay. people going to fit in most of these bars? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Too. No, they're not. We didn't really think sure. this out, John. Well, we might st- we could stagger it, I guess. Like, <laughs> all right, Group One is going to the Cardinals. Yeah, because 150 can can 150 fit on the light rail. Yeah, I guess. But oh yeah, but yeah, yeah that's a good. Not I comfortably. I haven't thought. I've of done that. a I've done a bar crawl in Northeast for years, and I think the biggest turnout we ever got was like 40, 45, and there were some of those smaller bars that were that were pretty packed. So I can't imagine having more people than that. Yeah, that's a good point. Although, I mean, we're not. It's not like we're going to an Iowa Cubs game together. Like, it's not like you're gonna lose somebody. Yeah, it's like, like whatever. Just, you know where you're going. Yeah, you need to be on this light rail at some point, and you'll <laughs> go till it gets to Target Field, and then you'll get. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen to me right now is about four o'clock. I'm gonna be wandering around talking to people I barely know, and I'm gonna get sick of it. Yeah, and I'm just gonna take the light rail the west or the way to That's Target what, Field. I mean, I'll be with you. Probably. <laughs> right. That's what happens yeah. to me every time, basically. Yeah. But. And just, you know, be like, all right, I'm going to go watch Batting Rack. Either that or, like, the sixth bar we go to, if i am been drinking that whole time, I might just be like, well, do I really want to see the Rays and the Twins? Or can I just (laughs) Just sit at this bar and have more of these? And then I'll, you know, don't have to ride the light rail. That's the other thing. I don't know how people are going to get back to wherever their cars were in Fort Snelling. And I'm starting the day with Gopher football that morning. Who do they play? They play Western Illinois. Big Good game. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, rivalry week. My hope oh, is boy. to find a tailgate that, that starts about game? no, huge. it's middle of September, okay. so it's the third game oh, or something yeah, like that. That's right. So yeah, go to uh, diamondcentric.com. Sure. Know, at John, that's like, where I went. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was organizing. And you can sign up. You get for thirty six bucks. You get uh, the honor of drinking with us. Yeah, that's the main thing. You also get a t shirt and then tickets to the game and all that. So. Well, I've only had drinks with you virtually, but it's been a very, very fun time. It's at least like 10% more exciting than what you're witnessing right now. Oh, I bet. Here's here's what I've done. Sipping this early very slowly. Oh, boy. (laughs) Brandon, what are the chances we can get you to come back for that game? Zero. Zero? Zero percent. Well, not zero. If I somehow get like a promotion and a raise randomly and I just come into like $400 extra dollars... Then I will definitely come back for it, but well, I'll you be would, back two weeks before and two weeks after. So, well, you and I'm Clarence are bringing out loose fit boot like cut absolute, jeans. It would be an absolute blast to do. I would love to be there for it. The same one point five percent. The other thing too, I missed the Saint Cloud thing. Yeah, so. the Saint. Well, yeah, you missed that too, John. Yeah, I did. You're covering. I was covering soccer, soccer that night. So pathetic. <laughs> we had a sport of representation, though, right? Yeah, Stu was there. Stu was there. Yeah, Stu was like our. He was like our tour guide. To the whole city of uh, wherever the hell we were, St. Cloud. That would have been St. Cloud. Yeah. I got it. It just took me a minute to, you know. That's okay. That was fun. Uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, up there to the north and the west. Yeah. So um, no, I, it's it's unlikely, but I'm bummed. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll vine some stuff. And yep. Not me, because I vine. hate that. <laughs> Can you guys <laughs> FaceTime me in at every bar? Just bring an iPad with <laughs> and just set me on the bar? Could do that. That'd be be pretty cool. That's a cool thing to do at bars, right? Yep, bring an iPad. Yeah, especially totally. South Minneapolis bars. I know from 
experience that taking a laptop to a bar is real cool. Yeah. I've done that like 70 times. Oh, shit. Especially yeah, when you're sitting next to a John Bonus type. <laughs> the ladies oh, John, Who's this though, sexy yeah. guy with a laptop and a really great looking I don't buddy know which one to, to go for. Yeah. You got the guy on the left or you got Bonus on the right. <laughs> you really kill it. How many times did you have to say, ladies, I'm busy? Yeah, I'm all, we put a, a sign up. Times. We put a sign up and it's like, come on. Ladies, we're busy. Two sexy guys podcasting <laughs> here. Relax. You can watch, but don't touch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a real struggle. All right, so that's that event. Stu's going to be there. He just decided, so we're looking forward to that. Um, I'll do my best. Back do my to, best, Steph. <laughs> back to the over-unders, just to finish that up. Christian Ponder, over-under a 50% completion percentage this year. <laughs> I mean, 50. That's the saddest goddamn yeah. question what was I've he ever heard in my life. Do we know what he was at last year? Wasn't he like 47 last year or was something he really? like that? Nice. That seems crazy. He's throwing like 40-yard passes, so he yeah. should be at like 80. He was in the 60. I think he was at 61. Yeah, oh, got right. be, be. What about like over under six yards a complete? Or yeah, that's a better attempt, one. I guess. He's Much never better. done that in his career. Yeah. College or NFL, he's never been that high. So and I was reading that that's the number one predictor of future success is yards per, yards per attempt? attempt or completion. One of the two. But yeah. a completion percentage just doesn't mean anything at all. It's yards per attempt. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So it's like oh, yeah. it's like batting average versus you know slugging percentage. Yeah, it's like well, if you want to cry about something, then realize that Tebow had a higher yards per attempt uh, in college than uh, Ponder did, and they both started for four seasons. How in about college, the pros, though? In college, yeah. No, what I about the pros? Oh, yeah. got, isn't that the, you think of Tebow being this kind of like Ponder, where he throws these short passes, and no, he had more yards per attempt than Ponder did in college. Isn't that the saddest goddamn thing you've ever heard? Maybe the Vikings. I feel like you secretly really think Tebow's good. Yeah. No, I. I Let's push I that agenda. Is, Tebow like for Minnesota. Is, uh, using him because he's bad as the benchmark for how bad Ponder is because people just are di- dilute. They think that Ponder's going to be good. I'm like, no, no, he's not. He wasn't good in college. He hasn't been good yet. Spielman fucked up, guys. You just gotta yeah. get over it. He just did. All right, all right, Clarence. Tebow or Ponder? Uh, to do what? To play quarterback to, uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. To do what? Paint your house. <laughs> <laughs> to, do, your to do what? I'm taking Tebow to paint the uh, house. <laughs> oh shit! For a whole season? For a you whole season? This. For ten years? No, for one pass. <laughs> we're going to go back to our earlier discussion, and now you have the option to shoot Second both and Ponder one, and though. Castle, but you have to have Tebow do it. Yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake! Hey, Tim Tebow's won a playoff game. Tim Tebow's a playoff winning quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Plus, he's not a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah. also, we don't know how many kids Ponder's circumcised. We're not. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, he does have that basement practice. Oh, shit. I wouldn't want Ponder to be doing that. He's so inaccurate. He'd, like, you know, tear your butthole open or something. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. Oops. doodle. Uh, I ripped one of his toes off. I'm sorry. I... How did you even get down with the toes? That doesn't even make sense. Uh, My eyesight ain't too good, ma'am. First so sorry. Leslie Frazier about how bad Ponder is at or whatever. I yeah. won't give you specifics, but he only has one kidney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, John. I'm not answering that question. It's nope. unanswerable. Um, that's it. Huh. Okay. Um, how about this? Ponder plays quarterback for the entire year, or you eat one taco? 
I'm willing to make that sacrifice for Minnesota, really? John. Yeah, I'll eat that taco. We talked about this last time I was yeah, on too. We're it's, still going. I yeah. I love the food doc. Yeah, but I remember saying like, who the fuck hates tacos? Yeah, Me. he's the only person yeah, on the planet. Minnesota oh, but also he doesn't know what they are, and also PPS. He loves mini tacos. I love mini tacos. They're glorious. <laughs> But regular tacos are gross. God. I hate when they're human-sized. This is actually human on the agenda, Taco talk? Uh, Clarence, can you rant about another food you hate? <laughs> uh, well, how about you lead me in the direction, because there's a lot of them I hate. Um, you got to narrow this down. Um, let's go with possibly an ethnic type of food that you hate, just so it possibly extends into an ethnic slur. Well, I know that, uh, well, as long as our get let's, because... Aaron Gleeman's our guest, uh, and yeah. he is uh, a member of the tribe. Yeah. We will talk about Chinese food <laughs> yeah. and how much, I, <laughs> how much I hate Chinese food. It what? fucking reeks. What? It smells. You were not allowed in my house with it. Um, so if I not allowed in my office with, with some chow mein, just walk right back out? You're not getting in my house with chow mein. Um, You'd set the sensors off. I don't know who the hell you think you are. Yeah, no, I'll sick the dog on you. uh, Wait, so what what do you eat, like, most of the time? (sighs) I eat uh, some sort of meat product, uh, like a pork, chicken, or beef, um, then a potato, and a vegetable. Every meal. The best All part was I knew the answer yeah, to this because I mean, we've talked about it so many times. I could have I mean, repeated that verbatim. That's Chinese. We don't have potatoes in Chinese food, but Chinese food is There's just no a... Oh, there you It's just a, a meat, vegetable, rice. and a grain Chinese food, basically. It's not green. No, that's the difference. Grains are out. Wow. Potatoes yeah, are in. Yeah. I don't know what to make of yeah, this. Yeah. But he likes bread. Rice is yeah. disgusting, and it just white smells. So then you add all that other goofy stuff to it. We did about a half hour early in the podcast history about white rice and how it couldn't possibly smell like anything, but according to Clarence, it does. He won't let that in his house. Won't let white rice in his house. I have like a 100-pound bag of white rice at all times in my house. I have a rice cooker. Yeah, it's uh... (laughs) a... Boy. All right. All right. Final over-under for for the Vikings. Seven and a half wins over-under, because I think that's even the Vegas line. Seven and a half. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so, the, okay, they won 10, and their schedule's supposed to be tougher, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Boy, I'd say, I was going to say 8-8, eight and eight, so I guess that I would to, be over. I guess I have to go over. I don't feel that confident about <laughs> it, but. Nobody feels good about going yeah. over with the Vikings. I mean, yeah, I guess I'd go over 7.5. All right, we got one over. Clarence. They will start the season 0-3. The clamoring for Castle will be deafening. In this Matt town, Giselle. they will not start him game four. Um, they will eke out a win. They'll be one and three. They will end up at seven wins. So the under. So under, but but close under. Yeah. All right, Stu. Over. <laughs> God, you really want that. You really want that radio gig, don't you? Stu? <laughs> Anything else I you want to say about that, Stuart? He's, he's saving his analysis uh, for the air. Are the Twins in yeah. the ninth inning, or what's going on here? Yeah, if you want to hear my analysis, check in next I, Wednesday, nine a.m. I just think what Paul's been doing with the radio show, you know, the last <laughs> couple of years has just been really admirable. I mean, <laughs> went through a lot when when Dubay had his issues, and I'm just uh, yeah. You know, I, I just think that I just uh, I'm. I'm happy for Paul, and I'm happy for the Vikings. And, <laughs> no, I just, I just think they're. 
Peterson's too good, and the defense is adequate, and the offensive line is good. They'll get to eight wins. There you go. All right, Brandon? So. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, if you look at, like, the correlation of their uh, points and points for and points against last year, they were basically a seven-and-a-half win team last year. You know, they got lucky to get up to ten or whatever. Um, so I think the question is, did they get any better this offseason? And you'd think, if you look at it, they had a number of draft picks, and they signed Jennings, and Ponder's getting older and all that. You'd think they would get better. Um but my number one rule in gambling is to go against your gut because the gut betters are the people who get their ass handed to them in Vegas. My gut was going to say lower. So I think I'm going to have to say they might get to eight wins. But, man, I feel like that's going to be a sweat. It's going to be a sweat for the whole year. Yeah, but that's fine. That's what you want in gambling. There, yeah, You want a year-long sweat, basically. I mean, you don't want them to go, like, seven and one out of the gate. When you have seven and a half, and yeah, like, oh, you want you want him to win the eighth game on the last day because then you're a true scream. degenerate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't even watch it with anybody that you know. You have to watch right. it by yourself in a little tiny room. Yeah, well, that's how I am with the Vikings anyway. Like no family money, left, no you. money riding on them whatsoever. <laughs> no, but I mean everything I'm thinking is that there's no way in hell they win eight games this year. So I'll go opposite. That's kind of how I'm. I'm feeling. I'm. You know, I'm the most negative person in the world, but I, I agree with Brandon in the <laughs> four seed. Four seed. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I should go back the other way because I feel like I'm negative, but then I'm overly positive. So maybe the truth is that they're going to win five games this year. Yeah. I mean, is there anybody – I haven't read that much, like, preview type stuff about them, if that's even out yet. But is there anybody saying, like, they're going to win more than last year? No. Yeah, I don't no, think anybody has like... said that. I think most people have looked back and said, how did they manage to right. win 10 games last year? Yeah. That's not possible. Yeah. It's funny how um, reactionary football fans are just in general, like from week to week. Ponder will have one good game, and you'll hear people call in, and you'll see these articles of like, hey, I think you figured it out. This might be it. Where it's it's the most asinine thing in the whole world, right? It's like one fucking week. Well, that was so they're so reactionary in that some way, but in the larger sense, they're actually pretty realistic, right? Because you would think, hey, ten wins last year, they picked up some other pieces, maybe they'll be a contender. Nobody, I mean, besides the the dumbest of the rubes, nobody thinks that. Like, I think everybody just understands, like, hey, man, there was some luck element that went into this, so you have to um, play for that. So it's just interesting. Yeah, oh, did the, I say interesting? I meant boring. Plus the, <laughs> plus the schedule getting tougher and all that boring. stuff. Sad. That yeah. plays such a huge part in football. But that, yeah. that's right. Like I remember when I used to write about football, I found it tough because I was so used to baseball, which is like, you know, you want these big samples to evaluate. And it's like, no, you can never have a big sample in football. Like we would write about, oh, you know, so-and-so running back is averaging 99 yards in his past three games. And it would like pain me to write that, but that's <laughs> you're coming up on like a quarter of the season at that point. Like you yeah, can't yeah. wait for nine games to be played because then the analysis isn't worth anything. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, uh, it's this, all a crapshoot. Yeah, the schedule thing is what would probably, if I were to pick the under, that would probably would convince me of it. But but in some ways, the schedule's a little misleading because it's based on how they did last, last year. year right. But yeah, no everything idea. in the NFL tends to regress toward the mean. So That's true, yeah. It's almost, you know, obviously it's not like you have an easier schedule if you have a harder schedule based on last year's. Right, but so they get it's the easier second, than it seems. They get the second place team in other divisions. Is that how it works, I think? That sounds right, yeah, but right. 
I don't know if that's sure. true or not. That seems like what they should do. I got to stop bringing stuff up on this podcast where I'm like, is that <laughs> yeah. true? And you guys go, yeah, well, it could be. Uh-huh. could be true. <laughs> if you Correct. said it, we believe it. I know. If only we, we had computers to look stuff up on our phones or anything. But no, <laughs> yeah. we don't know. No, we There's right no computers in this room. No. All right. What do we, what's Have you hit record yet, John? What's that? Are we, gonna, are we recording? No, no, I thought we were recording after this. Yeah. Take oh. it from the top. <laughs> and are we ready to, welcome. Are we ready to go here? <laughs> that was a practice round. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, and welcome. Just punched it. That was good. I'm so excited for our fake uh, commercials next uh, <laughs> next week, our fake ads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got actually, you should, that would be funny. Every week, you just had a crazy ad, but don't, don't like, treat it normal. Like, yep. I don't know, I mean, bone oh, pills. Like, for just terrible, as terrible a thing as you can think of. Yeah, just like uh, Clarence's worse. Chinese food. I was like, well, it's oh, got to be somewhat realistic. I think, we did, I think we did that once, as I recall. One of the first couple episodes, we had something to do with Gilmesh and feminine <laughs> hygiene products one. or something like that. Gilmesh? Gilmesh? Yeah, I, I think that was it, yeah. All right. Yeah, go with that. That was How a long haul truck in for drug mules? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. yes, this is this goes on the list of like things we want to do, but we're too lazy. We always wanted to do fake commercials. We're just waiting. Well, that's a long list. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we've wanted to do a lot of things. Yeah, we did. I did that too. I'm we were after, young kids back then, back in late 2012. Yeah, we all because like once we got on radio where we had like a producer and we could like use music and stuff. Yeah, I always like had these things like, what if we drop this sound effect in and then play that clip from then? And it's like, no. <laughs> After a while, I was just like, yeah, produ- just talk. First of all, the producer doesn't want to do that. He's just working on a Sunday. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to do anything, and I don't want to do anything. And yeah, I, don't know. I found that strategy is way more fun than execution yes. of almost everything. Yeah, well, because the strategy talk can't go horribly wrong. Yeah. Whereas just, if you actually try to implement something, it can go horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah. We've gotten to the point feeling. where we've stopped having like discussions about what the next episode is going to be like because oh, we yeah, we'd, we'd have never, all these email threads oh, about okay. what should we do yeah. and everyone would basically go yeah eh, I don't know when we fir- when we first started the podcast like we're two years ago basically we used to like throughout the week email topics and like kind of oh what do you think about Scott Baker should we or Delman should we talk about this and like there'd be an email chain of like fifty emails and yeah. then we do the po- now I literally don't talk to bonus from Sunday at. Five thirty until Sunday at four the next week, and he we walk in. Thank God, sixteen minutes before it starts, and then like sometimes he'll have like three topics written down like on his phone or something yeah. like that. That's basically it. It's better that way, I think. We basically have this agenda where somebody yeah. has gone through written got, topics, what which we? we we never cover. Yeah, you've crossed out like three. Things. Yeah, I crossed out several things we didn't talk about, what and what else do we got on there? Um, Too lightning. We're gonna make fun of Jim Suhan because. He's my buddy. He, oh, is he I'm your so guy? Sad we didn't get my, a chance to do that. My pal, because <laughs> he has written some of the strangest columns I've ever seen in the last week. Dude, uh, he fucking lost his mind. Like I don't know what happened to the guy. What were the, I, I don't. You have to tell me what. All right, so he wrote one where he went through several years worth of stats to prove that quality starts were a good thing, which I'm pretty sure nobody was arguing against. Right. <laughs> he wrote one about Christian Ponder, which I went through several times and couldn't pick a thesis statement out. Still have no idea. But his point seemed to be that Christian Ponder was not as good as some quarterbacks, but he also wasn't as good as a number of other quarterbacks. Like, like you guys need to just lower your expectations. He's pretty bad, but, you know, 
His he never I killed th- nobody. <laughs> that's, that that was at one point. But it wasn't yeah, even like that, it. which would have been mildly humorous to say, well, he's never gone full Chris Cook on somebody. Right. But it was just, the point seemed to be, he's not as good as Group A of quarterbacks, but he's also not as good as Group B of quarterbacks. So, Christian Ponder. It was a pro, <laughs> It was like a meant to be a pro ponder i'm not sure what it was uh, i've read it several times and i'm still not sure what it is i swear to god john is not being facetious i i don't really understand it's like hey man he uh he right now it says ponder might never become a star but he's not a punchline or a coach killer either so it's like all right no <laughs> one said he was the point may have no, been, and this is like serious. The worst of, he's not as bad as Jamarcus Russell. Nobody ever thought he was. He's just terrible. The point may be that he's better than Mark Sanchez. Because I believe <laughs> yeah, the butt fumble he, is mentioned in this column. So that yeah, might be the point. he also brought up Jake Locker. Like, hey, man, could be worse. It's like, I guess. I, I don't know how that's worse. <laughs> At least you know Jake Locker is terrible and you can move on. Isn't, it, isn't the worst thing the limbo of Christian Ponder? Isn't that way worse to a franchise? It's way. It's that we've wasted three years, and yeah, we yeah. end up being a fourth year on this. Yeah, where had they just let it go after, or not drafted him at all? Then the next season they may have drafted somebody and come out much better. Absolutely. I mean, you could have had a more interesting column if you would have said, you know what, they would have been better off drafting Ryan Leaf because at least he was a disaster immediately, right? Yeah. yeah, but that would be an actual angle and an interesting point and. Clearly, Suhan is beyond those sort of things. This is amazing. Like, for anybody who knows the history of my blog, it's amazing that, like, I'm on a podcast with a bunch of guys and I'm, like, the least ripping Suhan. <laughs> it's really Because <laughs> I, I used to be, like, a weekly thing, and then at some point I just completely stopped. I haven't read it. Like, I wish I could rip him about these columns. I, I'm sure they're terrible. I'm I'll not say even, that. I'm not even really ripping him. Oh, I'm just sort bad. of worried about him. I just completely stopped reading it because it would yeah. make me mad. And But people still send him to me, like, especially when he writes about the twins. Yeah. Like, Remember when Corin Robinson got caught for a DUI, and he wrote this article of like just like fifty jokes about being too drunk. Like that's what it was, like, that's what always killed me with him is like okay, a lot of columnists, especially you know newspaper veteran newspaper columnists, write stuff that I would say is you know lacking in substance. Yes, but his were just like kind of like uh, rejected Letterman or Leno. I don't even want to say Letterman. Letterman's funny. Rejected Leno like monologue jokes. Just like yeah. set up punchline that anybody could write about like just kind of forced sports analogies and stuff. And I was just like, wow. Well, I think the other thing that hurt Suhan so is sad. that the other columnists in the paper, well, most of the time, Chip Scoggins writes column too, but most of the time it's Pat Royce, who's genuinely fairly good at it. He has opinions. He can make his points. Right. He will write columns that are actually about things rather than just something that he wrote while he, after he took Ambien and he was still up for two hours or something like yeah. that. And so that probably hurts Sue Ann too. I mean, maybe every other paper in America just has three guys who are exactly like Sue Ann and everyone's used to it. But the crazy, I hope not. The crazy thing about that gig, too, uh, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, but the columns are like 800 words, and he's doing like, what, two or three a week, yeah. basically? You should be cra- – I mean, if you're doing less than 1,000 words three times a week – and you have any sport locally to pick from. You could go. I mean, he writes national stuff too, yeah, right? You so, could write about the links if you want. I mean, these should be awesome. Like, you should be going over this with like a fine tooth comb. And like, I mean, if, as someone who just pumps out, you know, a lot of yeah. worthless, you know, thousands of words a week about one specific thing, the twins. It's like 
if you let me talk about any sport and I just have to do it three days a week and fill basically like half a Word document, half a page of it, like that, they should be amazing columns. And I agree about Royce. Royce, people give him a lot of shit. And he, I, I think he well, people give him crap for being negative, right. but not for being bad. Right. And But I think even in his negativity is needed because Suhan is negative, but he's not negative in a way that really helps anyone yeah. form opinions about anything. He's just negative to make a joke. Whereas Royce a, will a joke. We're, right. I'm doing the quote unquote. Right yeah. Now. Whereas Royce will at least point to something that is wrong with a team or yeah. it should be changed. And I, I like Royce. I mean, you know, as much as I can like a 60 year old newspaper columnist. Um, you can yeah. like him as much as you want, man. Yeah. This is a, this is a safe place. Yeah, you just like him. You uh, want to like him? Yeah. All right. Hi, Pat. Just, How are you? But isn't the- my my thing? My thing with Suhan is just that I think he tries really hard and. Uh, the next time he's on vacation, uh, Judd and uh, Dubay want to have me on at noon on fifteen hundred. I'm no, he's you know, on. He's on there. Like a train light, I could see it coming. He's on there constantly, tracks. right? A, I, I really is trying to network. So I'm, I'm, this whole podcast for me is about networking. I shouldn't say. You know, I shouldn't say anything about fifteen. Absolutely hate giving Stu a compliment, but I have no. There makes no sense to me why Stu is not. Writing Suhan's column—that's the way it should be. Yeah. If life was fair, I would—I might get the paper. We're gonna take Suhan out. We're gonna put the hunt down in, and you would—you could just call yourself Stuhan. It'd be a really quick <laughs> transition. We would never have to know. All of a we sudden, we both like the Jayhawks. I've seen them at like two Jayhawks shows at First Avenue, so it's God. He could be me from the future. God, I'm oh. gonna be a hack. Oh, oh no, man, this is gonna be awful. Nobody oh, will man. never, ever, ever. I don't care how delusional and full of like Alzheimer's you get. Write a column as bad as his Tiger what? Woods, Mike Tyson I, I, column. I heard about that, and I couldn't even. I I, I did not read that. I Dude. heard. I, I heard things, oh. and I, I that was all I could do. I think he was like going into it thinking like they both got by on intimidation factor. They're both bullies. No, that was his thesis statement. So, but it didn't. Yep. And yeah. no, there was, and then there was like a really long story about Holyfield, but then there was no like comparison for Woods, you know. And um, you, you just got to read it. I can't do it justice. We could talk about it, and make fun of it for two hours. None of it will do it as much. See, now I kind of want to. I kind of want to read it, which go is ahead. really not great. <laughs> I'm going to go home and read this stupid thing. It is like I was just talking about this with bonus. I don't know if this was on the air, or off there, but think of all the like really good local writers. You know whether it's covering Timberwolves, covering Twins, all kinds of stuff, and none of them have really gotten a big opportunity, just because the newspaper gigs. Well, you can't say that you're on this podcast right now. Yeah, this is my big break. Yep. But aside from this, it's still the same <laughs> old true. white guys from way back. And now, I mean, someday I hope to be an old white guy. But I just mean, <laughs> think of all the, all the stuff I read Great online. Point. I think locally we have really good shit. I mean, yeah, Twins blogosphere is great. Timberwolves yeah. blogosphere is I think exceptional. Almost everything is good, mm-hmm. and yet none of them are in a prominent position that's not strictly online blog oriented. I, I mean, think we just gotta wait. I mean, I don't know. It's been like ten years, though. I mean, I can that's say an old man game, though. We got to be old men before we can yeah. get there. But I, I mean, I'm certainly like fifty. I'm no closer to that than I was ten years ago. Yeah. Probably further. Not to say that I deserve it, but I mean, there's so many guys like me. Bonus. 
for instance, or all the Twins Daily guys, or I mean, you guys write stuff online that's so much better than most of the stuff that you find in the newspaper on a day-to-day basis, and yet you don't have to agree with me. It's fine. I'll go out on a limb here. And <laughs> most get of our that, stuff doesn't belong get, in it. Get all that angry DMs from from the locals, but it's just crazy to me. Like a decade in. Yeah. Neither newspaper, and especially the fucking Pioneer Press, which could use some help at this Ugh. point, hasn't said, hey, why don't we hire uh, the Timberwolves blogger who's really good and has a built-in audience and analyzes shit mm-hmm. so much better than the coverage we have, and why don't we pay him yeah. peanuts, which he'll yeah. accept because he wants to be in the newspaper. Why not? Let's realize that a younger guest is a more sustainable, right. will stay for years. That's a that's a very elementary point of view that is obvious. If you Our work at the Pioneer people, Press, you're going up to the building every day and being like, just sort of gingerly reaching yeah. through the door, like, is this going to be locked in the paper? Gonna be <laughs> no, they're not marketing towards us is the problem. Guys. I guess, but I mean, they, they, we don't buy the newspaper. My dad buys the newspaper. Right. Right. And right not right. going to read the Timberwolves blogger. I'll fuck it. He, my dad likes the Timberwolves. He's not reading the Timberwolves blogger. If I He's told not him, going to read about dad, like efficient field goal percentage no. and true shooting percentage <laughs> and per could, and, <laughs> No, he's not. He's just not, and that is who's buying the paper. He sits down four forty-five every morning and reads the Star Tribune and the Pioneer Press. Like, every bring morning. Mark Madsen he, back. That's, he's that's who buys the paper, and he yeah. loves Roycey, and that's who they're marketing to. Not you and I. That's the that's the problem. Roycey appeals that's across the, all generations. Yeah, but who are the so the Pioneer? It's Powers Sandsvier. I couldn't even. Tell yeah, I don't. I haven't read that. I haven't read the Pioneer Press. That's Except your columnist. So were your sports columnist? Yeah. It's yeah. Powers and Sandsvier. The only time you read the Pioneer Press is when you have a quarter instead of fifty cents, and you're like, well, <laughs> I guess I got to read the Pioneer Press. Jonathan, I'm a St. Paul guy. No, that's I'm a St. Paul guy. I used too, to read it every day before school. Yourself. I grew up in Highland. I mean, I used to read cover to cover the the uh, sports section. Certainly, of cover the Pioneer Press. Yeah, every day, every what morning. What would that take you? Uh, <laughs> right now, seconds? Like no, that was when they were big press. papers. And we're done. Oh, that was before they made them tiny papers. I mean, it was. I don't know. There was a lot of stuff in there. I can remember one time being in an airport, and I was going somewhere, and I got there three hours early or something, so I had forever to kill. So I bought the Star Tribune and the Pioneer Press, and I thought, you know, I've never read the Pioneer Press, so. Let's see how this is. And, you know, like 10 minutes later, I was like, I can see why this paper costs a quarter instead of 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at least the website's awesome. Yeah, at least the website is easy to <laughs> use and never broken. Uh, I always say I'm going to avoid this, but no matter – I always end up ripping newspapers wherever I go. It's like my thing now, I think. <laughs> you want to talk about the Minnesota Daily, any of those guys? Uh, no, I just saw Derek <laughs> Wetmore, former Daily Sports Editor. Got hired at fifteen hundred. Right. Yeah, job, he took right? Not the Vikings part, but the online uh, the, the, the web job, which is great because uh, he, when he was like in junior high, he used to email me because he's like only twenty two now. So <laughs> that's not even an exaggeration. And then I, I talked at a class at the U last year, and he was in the class. Really? Yeah. So he's like a really super nice guy, kind of a stat heady. He's been covering the Orioles for MLB.com. I mean, those are. I thought Pelissero was awesome. Uh, not yes. only for Vikings coverage, but I thought he was really good on the air too, because yeah. I had never heard him on the air until he got the whatever six o'clock slot, basically. Um, so yeah, big shoes to fill. But I don't know. I, I'm not supposed to say nice stuff about 1500. I know, but why aren't you supposed to say that? Because oh, I'm a K fan guy, of course. <laughs> but I'm not because there's to, wars he, like that. He's not there anymore. So uh, well, yeah, I, I can't go. I couldn't go on. Uh, Wessel wanted me to go on the morning show on K Twin, and I was like, I don't think I can do it. I can't be cheating on K-Fan. Well, Stu will fill in. Yeah. Stu, you can be on the yeah, morning show. Yeah, you know show. who's okay with K-Twin? I'm, I'm available. I'm, 
you know. Be, I met Ron Cooler on Friday, so I think we're we're pretty tight now. So you met Ron I Cooler. Saw you the photo with the coom dog. How was that for yeah. you? Yeah, let's tell that oh, story. It was special. Oh, <laughs> we just met Ron Coomer. It was the end. You know, <laughs> the end. <laughs> I asked him how he knew Eddie Vedder. That was that, there was no other baseball conversation. It was how do you know Eddie Vedder? That's just weird that you know Eddie Vedder because you're like Ron Coomer and you smell like pork chops. So I, I <laughs> Scott, is it is it all just because of the Cubs? Basically, yes, it's because of, and I, apparently he was like in his he had like a baseball camp when uh, he was younger, and when Vedder was even younger than he was then, he was in the baseball camp. As a young man, yeah. So, who knew? I didn't know. I felt bad for Coomer because when they were on the West Coast against the yeah. uh, Angels and Mariners, was it just recently? Yeah. When they was a couple extra yeah. innings games. Yep. It's like one a.m. here, and he's in the FSN studio <laughs> with like Lapanta, and he's in a full like button-down <laughs> suit. I'm like, you know how uncomfortable Ron Coomer is in that? Like, oh. I never saw a guy look more uncomfortable in a suit in my whole life. I'm like, like just, I, I, I tweeted, I was like, let him put on the Tommy Bahama <laughs> once it gets to midnight because you know he wants it. It was right off camera, just staring at him. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you know it's sitting on a hook somewhere, me. like right off screen. Yeah. I want you inside me. <laughs> Brandon's got to make it weird. No comment. All right, here's our final thing on the agenda. Okay. Um, this is a segment we're calling Aaron Gleeman recommends, where we ask you to recommend random things. Right. And we've got two on here, and then we're just going to throw them out. So recommend something from Netflix Instant. Uh, all right. I just watched. I I never watched the X Files because I'm not. I'm a different kind of nerd than that. Like yeah. I never watched that stuff. But there's a. British miniseries with Gillian Anderson. All right. Who's like the... Scully. Yeah, Scully from there. He, there's the yep, other kind of nerd that I was talking about. Yep. The stu- He's type the of science nerd. nerd. You failed science. Yes, true. Dropped out of <laughs> two science classes at the U when the first test came about. No, uh, you tried. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that even. I didn't even open the book. But <laughs> she's in a British miniseries called The Fall or The Fallen, which I just started watching. And there's, it's like about a serial killer... A lot of like murdering and nudity, uh, and the like big, crazy like Irish accents, which is good. The big three: yeah. murder, Ooh. nudity, and crazy. Irish I realize accents. I'm real into Irish accents. Yep. So I'm looking for that now. If there are any women out there listening to this <laughs> podcast, imagine there's an Irish, Irish woman. There's a woman. First of all, the notion that there's a woman listening to this podcast yeah. besides maybe there, Holly. Yeah, Holly maybe. is listening. That's it. Your mom and Holly. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so if either well, that's our entire female listener. I was going to say if either of you can put on an Irish accent, but I don't really want to say that. I can say the word Irish and the word uh, 44 yeah. with an So I recommend that. I don't know. Search, Farty uh, far. search Jillian Anderson on Netflix. All right. It's good. All right. Uh, something from the city of Minnetonka. <laughs> that's tough. Minnetonka man, Aaron Gleeman. Just anything from the entire Anything city? from the entire city. A restaurant, a uh, park, um, uh, a show. city councilman that you particularly like? We have good donuts, uh, Yo-Yo Donuts. Yo-Yo Donuts. Off of, uh, it's on, off 62, it's on uh, Shady Oak. Shady Oak? Yeah, like yep. where they the school. Those, they have those maple people. bacon donuts? Yes. It's, and also, oh. this week, now they have homemade ice cream, too. Really? Which oh is my God. potentially dangerous. Will they me. put homemade ice cream on top of a donut? I bet donut they would. For you. If you really ask them, give them a nice like $100 tip or something. I'd be ha- I'll give them the entire sport, sportive sponsorship budget. But yeah, great, great donuts, homemade every day. So go there if you want to get fatter, um, <laughs> which I recommend. Which everyone is... Yeah. <laughs> How can I get fatter? Yeah. Let's go to thesportive.com and download a podcast. Maybe they'll talk about it. Yeah, Let's so wait till uh, hour four, 
I like those are my two recommendations. All right. Julian Anderson and Donuts. All right. <laughs> this is going well so far. Okay. Uh, well, now, now I'm just making them up off the top of my head. Okay. A podcast is not Cleman in the Geek or The Sportive. Uh, let's see what's my one favorite. podcast. What's my favorite? Oh, I like. Uh, there's a podcast called Stop Podcasting Yourself. Like stop punching yourself. Or All right. Is that the Canadians? Yes. Uh, which That's is good. two uh, Graham Clark and Dave Shumka. Hey, I like Graham Clark. Yeah, he's they're like stand up comics, but that's they're like on episode four hundred or something. It's a weekly <laughs> podcast, and they always yeah. have a, a different Canadian comedian on basically every week as a so guest. So it's basically like this podcast. Yes. Where it's just the same three guests over and over sort and over of. again. <laughs> and they're definitely the oh, vibe is funny. the vibe Smart. is yeah. Except it's good. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Except uh, it's good. I would never say that. Uh, but yeah, it's like a sitting around the table kind of vibe. That's I would say that's my favorite. That's the one I listen to one hundred percent of the time, no matter who the guest is. So All right. stop podcasting yourself. But before you do that, I would just go listen to the whole archive of sport, the sport of yeah, and streaming in the game. How many episodes? Twenty. Awesome. Uh, this is twenty four. Twenty four, which is twenty three more. Well, they said actually it's about nineteen more than we ever thought we'd get. Have though. you done one? Have you skipped a week? Have you done one every week? No, we skipped a couple of weeks. Okay. It's mostly when you know everybody's out of town, yeah. or July fourth, we did the one that doesn't count. Yeah. And, the clip show of us talking randomly after the show was I over like and stuff one. like that. That was one of my favorite ones. <laughs> and when you when you tweeted that out, like you gave a little description of it or whatever, I was yeah. like, "Ooh, were they? Was the mic hot when I when we stopped?" And then I was like, "No, <laughs> you're not on there." And I was like, "Oh God, thank you." It all depends on whether <laughs> I remember. Or yeah, not, but it's no, it's a good it. weapon for when nobody wants to do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you, What do you guys have? What do you want Aaron Gleeman to recommend? <laughs> I want to hear about your uh, upcoming agenda this week. You're leaving tomorrow, right? Oh yeah, you're leaving Philadelphia tomorrow, right? Yeah, that's uh, I said like this is the ultimate procrastination. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm leaving. I think my flight's at like nine forty-five tomorrow morning, <laughs> and I haven't packed. I don't even. I didn't print out a boarding pass or anything yet. I, so really, you have to be I at mean, the airport in like eight hours from now. Yeah, we should say it. Have we said it's like ten o'clock right now? Yeah, it Monday is ten forty-eight p.m. Yeah. right now. So just but, make sure your sweatpants are clean. You'll be just as good as everybody <laughs> else who's in attendance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I should do that on the plane just to piss people off. Wear like shorts and a sweatshirt or something. I always all that piss yeah. people off. Have no. you been on a plane recently? Don't people? I, I always. I don't want to say get dressed up, but I always wear like a decent. Because I well, when I we used to be like an okay suit. Yeah, like your third best seersucker or something like that. You know? yeah, yeah. When I used to know, be summer. much much fatter, I would always sit down and immediately say like, "Yeah, you, you're shit out of luck. You got stuck next to the fat guy." Uh, now I don't say that as much, but. I still feel like you don't want to smell. Yep. You don't want to be eating food. Yep. You don't want to have flip-flops on. There's some level of like... There's some level of common courtesy yeah. to your fellow man. Yeah, I guess. Flip-flops bad on a plane? I never fly anywhere. I, are flip-flops bad on a plane? I would say exposed feet are yeah. bad. Just if somebody really? can smell your feet. Yeah, right? Because oh, you're stuck Try not for... to. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Promise to, to, I can promise to try. I'm going to Philadelphia tomorrow morning for the uh, nerd convention, Sabre convention. Which I've got, I think this is like my eleventh year or tenth year in a row, but, but it's basically just a bunch of drinking. And it's is pretty it always, much always? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, is it always over the trade deadline? No, that's what pissed me off too. Because and NBC, my employer, wh- they weren't real happy about that. I, I sent out I sent out an email like ten days ago, and I'm like, hey, I'm going on my one vacation a year. And they're like, yeah, no problem. What's the date? So I'm like, yeah, I leave on the thirty first. I come back on the 5th, and they're like, oh, so the most popular day of the year on the entire site. <laughs> and then the couple oh, the days valuable. where you would analyze all the moves that happened on that popular day. So, yeah. Cal Kadera can handle it, right? I guess. I mean, I don't really – who cares? <laughs> You're going to Philadelphia. You yeah. don't care. I mean, 
Yeah. Well, I know I know. Bonus gave you all the cheesesteak recommendations and stuff. So yeah. You're pretty much set There's there. There's like two gyms and pads. I don't know. I'm sure I'll go to both. Yeah. It's all on the podcast. We end up just going – we go to whatever bar is within like a block of the hotel yep. that is the cleanest. Do you ever just give up and go to the hotel bar? We have, yeah. Yep. It's We always scope out like is it cheap and does it close before midnight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Go to the Sabre. It was here last year, the Sabre convention. Was that better or worse? I, I didn't like it at all. I wouldn't think I, so. I like going to a new place because you get to go to a ballpark that you haven't seen yep. usually. And I also yeah, like – You need some strange in your life. Yeah, that too. Uh, hi, Mom. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do. I mean, strange food, oh, Aaron. That's I took a... you literally. Good Lord. I like the. I, I do like the idea of like no one here knows me in this entire city, so I can just get as drunk as I want and <laughs> yell at people and do whatever because it doesn't matter. I'm leaving in three days anyway. Unless you end up at Yo-Yo's. Yeah, you end up at Yo-Yo Donuts having that ice cream donut. Yeah, ice cream on me. top of a donut. Where they know which me? You have to. Be. I'm like the norm of Yo-Yo Donuts. They just yell when I come in the door. Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else want Aaron to recommend something? Nope. This is what the, se- yeah, what the segments for. Aaron Gleeman recommends. I didn't even I put that on the you agenda. To recommend what's the best of the most? I know that you like soul, Motown type of music. Mm-hmm. Anything new that's worth listening to? Ah, uh, boy. I'm trying to think. Uh... I don't know, not really. I mean, like, the la- the newest thing I think I downloaded the whole album was, like, Frank Ocean, but that's not exactly, like, a great recommendation because he won the Grammy. I mean, it's not like, yeah, oh, I-, I heard about Frank Ocean on this podcast. <laughs> hey, guys, you heard about oh, this no, Mumford & Sons? Yeah. Frank Ocean? Yeah, so I don't know. I- Have mostly- you played Frank Ocean for your bumper music on your uh, radio show? Yeah, because when the Twins were, like, on a that 10-game losing streak, I played uh, Swim Good because it's about killing yourself, basically. It's about killing <laughs> good, someone and then good. killing yourself, so I played that. But I don't know that. The best part of the radio show is Bonus listening intently and trying to figure out why you played the yeah, song. Yeah, he always puts, like, he's like, I'm trying to figure out the meaning behind yeah. it. Like, the, he <laughs> came back. He was on the West Coast, California, and Seattle, and he came back, and I played, like, Led Zeppelin going to California and one other ca- California Love by Tupac. Yep. And he's like, I'm trying to figure out the meaning of this. Like, are you saying? I'm like, you idiot. You were just in California. I That's typed the California into iTunes, yeah. and this is what That's came exactly up. That's exactly what I do. It was 2.30. I had to be there at 4. I searched California on iTunes. I found the clean version. Tupac, of Dre, John Bonas. Yeah. He had no, so, he had no I mean, clue what that was. Match made in heaven. He always asked for like uh, Van Halen. This is all, Which all. is what we're going to have tonight because yeah, we're going right. to play Panama. He'd be very proud of that. As soon as Bonas steps on the scene, he's hearing Hoochie screaming. That's about right, yeah. That's right. I thought when I said uh, Panama, Clarence would start no. singing Van Halen. Panama! <laughs> that's all you get right there. That's, that's, that's all we wanted. The people I was going to join in the second Panama. <laughs> Sorry. So ready. All right, well, we... Well, I have Aaron... a billion questions for Gleeman, but they're all twins related, and I don't want to pester him with it. I do have a billion no. I'm not. I'm not going to bother him with it. So. Well, we we have to keep we'll the streak on. of not talking about the Twins. <laughs> At some point, you know, we should probably have you on the podcast and talk baseball. But what Wait, would we'll be the fun? Call in the se- actual radio show if you have questions. When for the him. season's over, yeah. yeah. When the season's over, maybe when in no the off season. When no one cares. <laughs> That's not true though, because yeah. everybody listens to the podcast in the off season because they all want to know that when is, is Miguel yeah. Sano going to be in the major yeah. leagues. We could do that every. We should just open with that every week. Yep. When's he going to be promoted? Speaking of which, Sano did have the game-winning hit tonight. By the way, yeah, so did he really? yeah but so did he stand at home plate for three hours? Didn't or anything, did he? Yeah. <laughs> he, he? It was a double. That's all I know. So he better have just hustled that shit out, slid in, and yeah. walked back. Yeah, not a triple. A triple shows up the other team. 
No, that's rude. <laughs> yeah. Triples are fucking yeah. bullshit. Triples are show off doubles. There, there's, baseball, there's baseball talk for you. Yeah, that's enough baseball talk. We got it. Yep, all you baseball listeners, that there was for you. Right. You're Thanks welcome. for listening for 90 minutes. Please um, give us money. <laughs> Nobody wants save your money for better things than this. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for Aaron to uh, come up here, even though he's got to be at the airport in three hours and talk Vikings with <laughs> us. And... For a ride there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I should, can I sleep Go here? Go ahead and sleep here. I'll, I'll take you yeah. before in the morning. I, can just, I, I just happen to have my board. toothbrush with me. <laughs> <laughs> I got my toothbrush in my weird corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a weird night, folks. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. Safest of all, I can lock on my doors. It's the only way to live in cars. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.